the new Bay Hub podcast. Get, get, get the deep Bay Area vibe. Bay, 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 Bay Hub podcast. Let's go. Two Bay Area guys, Domingo and Neil. This is it. This is it. y'all what's up uh-huh. this is dj hella good aka domingo aka actually no i'm not that is my name domingo lee reynolds aka spider aka chachi harlem aka peanut head aka <laughs> reggie miller reggie the third miller. aka david justice <laughs> vaguely uh aka uh conehead bonehead aka singo wow. aka pringo damn A.K.A. Mango, Domango, Flamango. Um, That's the most of her. And my man. (laughs) Man, you should have let me go first. It's Neil. (laughs) It's Neil. It's me. (laughs) We got got a special guest here. And um, I had a... I had what? Turn me down. Oh, just turn a you down bit. just a little bit. Yeah. Thank you. No problem, bro. Thank you, bro. Sorry. You loud. Oh, actually, no. Let me turn my mic down. How about that? That might be better. Okay, cool. Yeah, hot. To All try. Right. So, if you think I had a lot of AKs, the guest that we have here today has a gang full of AKs, and there's a lot of AKs I'm probably gonna miss, but mm. I'm about to list these AKs for you, Neil. You're about oh, to no, learn I'm some ready. shit. You wrote them down. All right, I wrote them oh, down. Shit. Yeah. And I was like, oh wow, there's a lot. Like, uh, <laughs> okay. So the guest we have here today is a dear friend of mine. I've known him since I was like 10 and uh, probably younger. And um, we grew up together. Um, we uh, partied together. We celebrated together, snowboarded together. We done hella shit together. Um, and continue to do stuff together. Um, we performed, made music together. Um, he's one of my dear dearest friends. Um, and I hold him very, very dear to my heart, man. Like it, this dude's, this dude's the shit. And uh, Thanks, Steve. he's uh, well known as uh, Jacko. I call him Jacko. <laughs> um, like Uncle one. Bucket from his uh, family. Call him Uncle Bucket. My niece, yeah. Uh, Mark cool. Wahlberg Jr. <laughs> wow. Football head Stewie. <laughs> uh, Pale face. Stewie. The Supplanter. <laughs> yeah. Eon okay. Flex. Celsius 7, uh, he was known as a Brazilian, number one Brazilian Speedo model. Okay. Um, certified cake maker. Damn. Uh, Smooth Rick, I like the that Chosen. Name. I yeah. like that name right there. And his side Rick Perseus. Okay. <laughs> Roman on the side Rick Perseus. Uh, the one and only, the grand, the grandeur, uh, the talented, the powerful, <laughs> Jacob Gordon Battersby. <laughs> What's up? What's up, dog? What's up? I'm glad you came up, through, yo? man. Me too, man. I'm glad to be here. Happy to be here. It's been, uh, I mean, obviously, this uh, we're coming up on the anniversary in January. Mm-hmm. January 1st of when we had our first episode. Nice. Um, we're at 30, I wow. believe. This is 30. That's nothing to sneeze at, man. I think, or 31st. I Something think. like that. Something like Something that. Like that. <laughs> we have some episodes that we haven't released yet, which right. I will do today. Thank you for reminding me, Neil. <laughs> oh, anytime, anytime. You read um, my mind. But this, this, uh, I've been wanting to have you guys, like you mm-hmm. and like Dan over and like the homies, because um, uh, we have a lot of history together. And um, 
I'm just excited, man. It's actually um, you can you can come through any time, man. Like I have a feeling this is gonna be he's gonna be our regular. You know, That's if you're sure. like, do you guys have a regular? You don't. You haven't had, had anyone twice yet, right? We, we yeah, Jenny. we did Jenny twice. It's like a little side. Jenny Bregman came through okay, last cool, week, yeah. so that, that was our was first um, guest ever. Yeah. Oh, okay, that was so, a repeat. Yeah, so we wanted to have that shit in cool. rotation. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Shouts out to Jenny. Um, so, just a brief. Um, obviously, you know that Jake's my fam, and um, he's multi-talented. So. I guess just currently right now you're making beats, you're making beats, and you've always been musically inclined. Um, but uh, let's talk about that because uh, he's deep. I mean, we've we've been in a we have a huge musical history like Psychokinetics. We we uh, founded that band, and then we also created another band called Calrissian. Mm -hmm. You know about that one? It's right, like the right. '70s hip hop lounge uh, theater group. It's insane. But like um. You're currently you're making beats, and so um, what do you what do you use as your platform for right now? Um, <coughs> uh, I've just been using GarageBand. That's what I have on my computer. And Domingo and I were talking about it a little bit when I first came in, but it's, yeah, we've made a lot of music together, but it's always been lyrical mm -hmm. and as performers writing lyrics and getting that out, and yeah. never really took the time to learn how to actually produce beats and record myself it was always just kind of like we were so in the throes of like i gotta say this i gotta get this out and right. writing that we were feverish for a really long time you know just like i gotta say this shit, mm -hmm. you know and uh it wasn't until the pandemic man that i was i was like all right i gotta learn something new i'm homeschooling my daughter i'm damn near going crazy you mm -hmm. know loving it at the same time getting to spend that much time with her mm -hmm. you know is there was definitely a, a special special bond that got formed with us um anyways yeah so i was like okay i'm gonna learn something new so i started playing with garage band which is very basic but i figured that like if i learned that and i got really into it i would upgrade to a bigger uh program but honestly garage band is dope it's pretty simple like, yeah yeah and it, it, it was a steep learning curve but I, I feel like it's really clicking now so i've just been i've been making a lot of instrumentals but not just beats like repetitive like same thing over and over like real what i'm going for is soundscapes and cinematic shit that changes rooms and changes moods and you know mm. just like real pieces right, right? and that's just because that's the kind of stuff i enjoy and i'm like all right i've said more than enough words in my life like <laughs> all the lyrics and the freestyles like dude just like so many songs and we used to write like six minute songs yeah and shit. like people should have said like all right chill let's just do three minutes you right, know right. like yeah, we so many in. words dude we used to go in but that was a lot of passion to go absolutely into that. <clears throat> young passionate absolutely hungry absolutely you know yeah so i don't blame y'all doing six minutes yeah it was you know and it wasn't like we were trying to make hits and get on the radio right, we were, it right. was just like that it was even like a, for me a matter of survival you know it was like i gotta get this shit out of me or i'm gonna implode you mm -hmm. know at that age so it was like really helpful and therapeutic yeah um and so yeah with with what i started doing during the pandemic um I just want to make instrumentals and like let your mind wander to them and, and have them be like their own little movies in a way, certain ones, and then some straightforward things. But just been plugging in 
in the morning when I wake up, if I get a chance to, I get my coffee and it's quiet in the house, put on my headphones and started doing that at first. And the learning curve was steep. I sucked at just, I was real clumsy with the program, but now I'm starting to feel like it's really clicking. So what my mind can conceive of, I can actually manipulate technically as I do it, you know? So that's now I'm like, I've been sharing them with Domingo and other people's more because now I'm like, I think I'm actually getting this a little bit. Um, do you, are you at the point sometimes you're you're sleeping and you like come up with a, some some kind of formula for a beat? Sometimes, yeah. That used to happen to me a lot with lyrics. Um, with uh, with um, with the instrumentals, yeah, I'll hear sounds and then you know like you realize that it could um, it would lay well as the first you know piece or sample that you could have. It's like I'll get ideas outside of it. Uh, but in general, you know, it's like I just start with the drums. I got myself a little MIDI keyboard. What are you? Uh, so what are you playing on? I got an Alesis 49. So Alesis, yeah. Classic. Is that good? I don't know. That's dope. No, that's. A, I mean, it's a throwback. That, is that's it? a classic yeah. brand. You yeah. Know? So they have, they have uh, the one I have has 49 keys and like six or eight drum pads. So that's nice. what I really wanted to do to be able to hit the drums, yeah. like you know. And some knobs, and yeah, I I know how to use about fifty percent of it, but it's enough to get by, you know, and, and to do what I want to do. So, do you lock your uh, you sync your uh, time time code? Is that what that is? A time code? Where like quantize? On, the quantize? No, like, I don't use quantize. Because I remember you used to be so offbeat when you, you yeah. used to make beats. Oh, absolutely. Like totally like You have to learn, man, for sure. And they start right. You want to slam the keys. And I remember like you would hit these these notes. Like you had melody. Like you always had a knack for the melody. You're like, oh yeah, and it go. Yeah, right. Like on eye contact. Yeah, whatever. Or the bass on easy as it looks. One of our songs is super heavy. Yeah, Deep and like layered. Um, I don't like to quantize things now. And and people out there listening, quantizing is basically like if you if you play something an instrument on on a keyboard or a drum machine whatever and you're playing it within this timeline you might be off beat a little bit you might be out of sync but you can quantize it the computer will lay it in perfectly but sometimes it takes away the magic of what you did because everything doesn't need to be perfectly on beat so like what i'll do is if it sounds good to me i'll leave it I don't really like to quantize. Sometimes it'll fuck it up. Like, I'll make something, I'm like vibing, and then I quantize it, and I'm like, ugh, Yeah, no. right, it totally How takes the, the timing and the right. feel off of it. I think the person that did it the best was, uh, and I started understanding it later, was Jay Dilla. Because he, he would have, like, these offbeat right. stuff, and, like, it felt live. Right. Like, it didn't feel like it was, uh-huh. like, synthesized. Mm-hmm. It was, like, live and, like, not perfect. You know, right. it was, like, yeah. organic, like, really organic and, like, clunky a little bit i like that that's dope i like that yeah your layering is really good dude so uh, yeah I was thank hearing. you i haven't heard the latest one uh the one you just taxi i think it's oh called. right yeah i, mean, I haven't heard that one jazzy one so yeah i, I finally just decided like i, I looked to, to answer your question in short neil i know you stepped away for a second i do sometimes get ideas like when i'm sleeping i'll wake up and you know write down an idea for you know some kind of a sample or mm-hmm. when i want to use a sound or yeah or just hear it out and about i walk around and i hear some things it's like uh, i start to skew my lens to take in that kind of stuff kind of like i think if you were a comedian or something you're always looking for the funny stuff right, right? I'm, the I'm tag always, right i'm listening for like 
melody within like everyday life so it, it it's addicting it is for sure you start hearing you're like oh that would be a good sample mm -hmm. or i could chop that up or you know whatever yeah. so a little bit anyways yeah so I, i've been doing that and it's been great it's been like during this crazy ass going on two years we've had it's been that that and uh little small doses of weed gummies been hey. keeping me feeling all right hey uh, the true so medicine <laughs> yeah absolutely man, it became man. a medicine to me during this time i absolutely. love it man yeah. that weed that weed gummies man they you know what they do it does you know how you smoke weed and it hits you right uh, that, right away those edibles man they take their time oh yes. yeah it's a long ride man yeah. it takes its time I, I remember eating a whole brownie right oh and i i bit it and i was like all right it's tasty. This is no, but I'm like it, it hasn't hit me. No, it takes so a while. I took another bite. And I was like, and I waited. Oh, I was like, it didn't do nothing. The classic, dude. Yeah. I became a, zo a fucking zombie. Dude, yeah. I became like <laughs> Walking Dead. Yeah, that'll get you. Oh man, yeah, be careful. And then you can feel it creeping up. Oh yeah. And you can't do nothing about oh, it. Oh yeah. But just take it. You gotta yeah. surrender. Yeah, you, yeah. Surrender. I think I was thinking <laughs> like couch. I took I uh, took an edible that my friend Rashab. Shout out to Rashab. I work with. In, at Tesla, and uh, he was like, "Dude, let's go to the, you know, the dispensary in, in San Jose. There's some really cool shops." I'm like, "Cool." He was like, "Dude, let's try this one." He was like, "I tried it the other day. It like had me blast." I'm like, "Dude, I don't want to get blasted. You know, yeah. I don't want to take off, dude. Yeah, I just right. want a nice mellow thing." Right. He's like, "Dude, trust me, take it." Uh oh. And I took it, uh -oh. <clears throat> and I took it during uh, the kids had school, so they were, I was doing Zoom, and it was on my day off, and uh -huh. you right. know, I had to be parent in between the two. And so I took it and it started creeping up on me. And then I started getting the sweats. Oh, no. And I started getting, like, anxiety starting to pop <laughs> up, dude. And then I, I got blurry. My vision got blurry. Oh, and damn. I was starting to really be concerned. So I ate something. I thought it was like I didn't eat or whatever. But no, it was like I ate. I had plenty of water. And it got so bad where I trapped myself in the bathroom. Uh-oh, we know where this goes. No, no, it wasn't nope, no that. Praying? No. no, no praying? No, no praying. But I was at the sink. I was at the sink like, oh, Lord, help me, please. Neil doesn't even know about the prayer stories. I don't, no. know, if, I don't know if you want to talk oh, about yeah, that on here. Oh, yeah, I mentioned it maybe once or twice, but oh. yeah, we were if talking about it. If you want to talk about it, oh, we, Remember we were talking about I was like, yeah, when we have Jake on there, we'll talk about it. Yeah. So yeah. definitely yeah. we'll talk about it. All right. I got to tell the, this one Wait, story. That's yet, it. No, not no, yet. not yet. Go, sorry, keep going. <laughs> So one class. it got so bad. Luckily, it was towards the end of the day. There was like the last classes and stuff. And I was like, Aria was asking me questions. And oh I was like, no. I don't know. Like, <laughs> I was just zoning out. And so I trapped myself in the bathroom. And I called Janet. And I was like, look, I'm, I don't feel well. You know, like. You didn't say I take. I, I, I don't feel well. <laughs> like something. I ate something or something. And I just stayed. And so I stopped parenting <laughs> for like a good hour. I just, I just like, couldn't hang. I couldn't hang, dude. And yep. I was like, oh, no, this is not yeah. good. This yeah. is not good. Right, it was the right. worst, man. I, I don't like being high around my kid at all because, yeah, I just want to be on point. So yeah, it's like, exactly. yeah. it's, it's vacant. I can't, like, yeah. yeah. But I can only imagine. I feel like I've had something on the precipice of that before. I was like, oh, no. I took more than I like. I just oh, want man. the little wavy gravy, like, to right, change right. the perception a bit. Yeah. And being like, I fucked up. Yeah, I can't be a good parent right now. It's not cool. <laughs> I stopped. Yeah, exactly. I think I made that mistake have... once, and that was it. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. You gotta be careful, man. You know, hey, one time I ate a gummy, and it took three hours until it kicked in. So I went to bed. We came from a casino, right? Yeah. I went to bed. I even forgot I had it. And you know how you turn yeah. over. 
but you're restless and you turn over. Yeah. And then you wake up like for a split second. Uh-huh. So all of a sudden, because I'm supposed to go play basketball in two hours. Yeah. It's early in the morning. And boom, it hits me. Uh-oh. And dude, I forgot that I even had the gummy. So I'm thinking, I'm like, is this how it feels before you die? Uh-huh. You I'm thought t- you were going to die. Man, I didn't know what the oh, fuck was dude. going on. <laughs> yeah. I was rubbing my face. Okay, and patient. you had still forgot about it at that yeah, point? Yeah, so you yeah. still, okay. And I'm like talking to oh, yeah. this little, um, like... <laughs> Motis, <laughs> like what the fuck is going on? You're talking to a Motis, like a painting or something? No, it's a dog. The, oh, a dog. dog. Oh, okay, you're talking to the dog. Well, because it could understand you. Of course, well, I, when shit, when you at that point, yeah, in my you, frame, you were on the. You talking to anybody who listens, right? Right, <laughs> right. And I'm, back, I'm pacing back and forth, like what the fuck is going on? Yeah, yeah dude. Somebody, and you still didn't remember? I didn't remember, and so I woke my girl. I said, "Hey, girl, I'm thinking I'm close to death." <laughs> I'm gonna I die. Th- I, I, I guess this is how this shit feels. Yeah. Help me. Help me. She was like, uh, uh. She, I'm, I was getting angry. I was like, bitch. Yeah, you don't even care. Yeah, I'm like, this is it. <laughs> <laughs> well, at my funeral, you this is you, you just gonna say, well, my last words. Uh, yeah. uh, uh, and so she reminded bitch. me. She reminded me. So I started putting water on my face. Oh yeah. Okay. She, okay. But it like. It That's scary. Like a wow, dude. Yeah, <laughs> it stays in you. It stays in you. It does. I will say, man, I used to feel that same way, and thank <laughs> God now for once you. It's like, who said walk straight, master your high? Was it Slick Rick, the oh, first wow. one that said, "Oh, walk right? straight, master your high." I felt like once I was now that we can dose things, mm-hmm. I know exactly what strain I like. I know yeah. exactly. Yeah. I only need a quarter, know and I can limit. take that, and I'm cool. Exactly. Yeah. Know your limits, because right. when we were kids, even if you're like. I mean, I heard I never smoke weed at all, ever, but I heard about it from other kids. Mm-hmm. My mom's listening. <laughs> um, you know, you didn't know what you were smoking. Right. People gave it to you like, yeah, I could have smoked rock. And yeah. you, you know, I had no idea what it was laced with. Sometimes mm-hmm. you'd be like, why do you keep going back to that one spot in Oakland? Because they had the fire. It was like, Some who knows was, what was on it? They right, were spraying right. Lysol on it or oh, something. Oh, yeah, laced. But, dude, but at least, yeah, thankfully now we know what we're doing. And I can finally say I enjoy eating a little bit of gummy. And it's medicine to me now, man. I was telling D, like, yeah. it heals my heart. It makes me more loving at so times. Sad. I'll start stretching. Right. I'll inevitably be like, I love it. Depending on how much I take, right? And yeah. usually, like I said, I, I, I don't want to be with my kid. I like to be by myself so I can go willy nilly. I'll go on a long bike ride and I come across thoughts like, you know what? I've been meaning to call this friend for a long time. I'm going to call him right now. Right. Like back burner things, I yeah. start right. receiving and doing. And dude, it, so much good comes out of it now for me because I also don't do yeah. it every day. Yeah. It's like mm-hmm. I'm giving respect to the plant as right, well, right, you know? Right. Which I think is important. Yeah. Like ayahuasca. Yeah, absolutely. Respect the, the plant. Right. That, and that's what made me think of it because when we had our experience, that yeah. it made me start looking to these other things with mm-hmm. respect as well, being like this is a plant right. medicine you're doing going to the well every day you're eventually like you know that's why i think i stopped enjoying it as a kid because i was doing it so often eventually i just felt like an idiot but whereas you can draw wisdom from it these Mm. plant medicines if you're respectful to them i think you know so yeah yeah and i'm glad to be an adult now and have that outlook you know yeah and you're a professional now you know yeah Yeah. because when you years when you're a young kid it's kind of like you, it's, everything's an experiment. Yeah. You don't know how, where it's going to take you. I mean, drunken nights have you had 
that you didn't you didn't remember the next day. Oh too, man, too many. And we yeah. could have died. Like it felt like, oh, felt like we're on the brink of death. Mm-hmm. We're lucky, dude. Very lucky. We, we did, man. We we did so much crazy shit. As I'm sure a lot I of people out there have. Yeah, and it's crazy. Shit. It's the best thing is nothing bad happened. You Thank know, God. Think about this. Now when I drive and my, my fucked up like drinking or something. Which is bad, people. Yes. But you know, if I ain't going, if I can't stay the night at somebody's house or whatever, or I'm at a bar, think about when you were younger, in your twenties, how when y'all used to just go home with no, no kind of like, dude. No I was the of, driver, dude. dude. I was a, I was designated drug driver. Right. right. I remember like. Does that mean you were on these, drugs? Yeah, like being See? on, like blasted, like from a rave or something. Right, I yeah. was the driver, oh so my God. I remember one time I was actually with Sonia. Holy shit! Sonya no, she Hagen. was driving. She was driving that. Shout one time. out Sonia Hagen. Yep. Um, I just remember being so high and like my eyes were shaking from oh, left to dude. right, left to right. right. And it's like trying to focus so, so hard. And it's like, oh my god, I have yeah, like see? all these friends with me. Like, I gotta focus, dude. It was the worst. We're so lucky that worst. it wasn't like. We weren't in jail, or people got killed. Mm-hmm. Like I feel very fortunate. Cause yeah, same completely. thing. We all did that. Yeah. We, so when we were young and had like a lot of energy, like during the work week, rolling out to San Francisco and going buck. Yeah. And coming home at two in the morning, yeah. driving, yeah. driving, being dumb. Straight. Don't dumb. do it. Don't Wait, do the it. crazy part. It's not like we're it. we're older, right? So you yeah, are. if you get I fucked up, young. you Season. can't you can't go. It's so tough to go to work the next day. Oh, like oh you, dude. It's all week. Um, yeah, jacked. yeah. You you feeling it all week? Like when you was younger, both of y'all we y'all used to kick it. Y'all would like come home at four o'clock in the morning. Like, damn, I got to go to work in two hours, and y'all were able to do it. It's gonna be rough, but you're gonna rough. make it. Yeah, you make, make it. it right. Yeah, make yeah. it through. That's the worst. Oh, it man, is the worst. I hate it. I don't even. To be honest, man, I know I'm sipping a little saucy right now with you mm-hmm. guys, but like I don't even like to drink anymore that much, man, because. Yeah. It just makes me feel so lethargic, even the littlest bit. And I think my tolerance is so much lower now. Mm-hmm. But like, and I think it's also too having a kid, like the, how much I value sleep. So mm. it's like the littlest bit I could get, even if I drink a little bit of alcohol, it throws me off. Yeah, like you don't right. enter REM, then you're not gonna get yeah. rested, right? So I've noticed now that. it's same thing. We're just getting mature and older. You're like that's nah, not worth it. You right, right. body is changing, yeah. like. I'll have like a beer like on Friday and I'll feel it the next day. That's crazy. And I'll drink tons of water and like I'm on my water now. Like I'm doing, I'm taking like hydro, like electrolyte pills and stuff and drinking right. a lot of Look water. Look at you, alkaline, fancy pants. Alkaline water. Like that's all I drink. Is that with batteries in it? <laughs> yeah, double A. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm on my shit, but I'll still feel it. Like um, yeah. it'll be all week. I'll feel yeah. off, and now I'm upping my vitamins, and I'm trying to like take care of myself. It's good, man. I think as we get older, well, most of us are more in tune to like what's worth the pain or the repercussions the next day, mm-hmm. for sure. And then knowing how to handle it, yeah. you know, like now, like we have all this technology now, we can actually heal ourselves. You know, or at least, you know, not be in so much pain and suffering right. <laughs> the next day. Right. Like, there's right. some, there's IV, like, right. we can take IVs right. now. Like, people go to Vegas and get an IV. Like, my cousin was telling me about, like, these pills. Like, I can take IV pills or something. See, saline or something. Some oh, shit. really? Yeah. Huh. I heard about the like Stop. the drips, the, the vitamin drips you can get. You know, like, you could go big and go get a drip with all sorts of, uh, you'll actually plug you in and yeah. oh, no your way, bloodstream. Huh? 
Yeah, they have a spot by yeah. Lake Merritt. You could do that. It's kind of expensive. Plug you in. I'm sure it is, that but it basically, like, I was thinking that would be a dope invention back in the day. And granted, it's probably good it isn't because it would enable all of us to just go buck, buck. and right, just do right. too much, right? Not have to pay the consequences. But what if you went to sleep at night and you just plugged in and it cleaned your blood while you slept? So right. when you woke up, you're like, ah, let's totally do refreshed. some coke. Right. <laughs> right. Wake up with a morning blast to the nose. So it's a needle Invincible. In your arm. Yeah. It's a needle in your arm, right? Yeah. 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 So I wouldn't be able to do that. You don't like I turn too much. Oh, that shit, yeah. Be, yeah, you would have They'd to have tape to your figure arm out, yeah, bro. Yeah, like, hang handcuffed to the bed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just be, and then just on a rotisserie. And just yeah. turn your <laughs> exactly, man. I can't, I can't do it. I would sleep way too wild. They would have to figure something out yeah. for, yeah, all you rascally rabbits. <laughs> yeah, man, yeah. Sure. So now, like, um, I just got a, uh, shots out to my cousin. <laughs> he gave me a, an eighth of shrooms. So um, I've been microdosing. So I did that um, two weekends ago. I did it um, last weekend, and I, I I had such a good time. It was like really small, but like um, now that's a thing. That's like people are actually microdosing their um, like shrooms. Isn't that like every day though? Like yeah, you do it's a like an everyday every thing, just yeah, yeah. a little bit. But right. I'm not doing every day. But I just take a little like. During the weekend. Right, so you're um, just a drug addict. You take it every couple of weeks. No, no. <laughs> no I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> no. I mean, I, I got a, I got a bunch of stuff. Like I've stored Let's a go. bunch of stuff. Like Let's eh, go. You know, I, you know, I whatever. got a pass today. I don't whatever. gotta be home until <laughs> seven thirty. That's funny. Sorry, I'm, I'm going into the red on that. I'm yeah, sorry. dude, I'm gonna have sorry to bring you on your levels on that. No, one. I'm not gonna yell like that again. <laughs> no, do it, man. Just step Shit. back. Just step That's back. happiness right there. Just step 7:30. back. Seven <laughs> thirty. Shit, that's, that's happiness right. right there, dude. I'm telling I you, feel man. You. I'm telling you, it's it's amazing. I, it, like one of the the things too. It's and a hall I, pass. I have one kid, but it's just like the the appreciation it's given me to get that free time away. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You're like, it's I'm they like, take a lot of your really time. soak it in. I get two hours. I'm like, ooh, right. that's, yeah, that's right. a lifetime. They take a lot. Of, they take a lot of your lifetime right there, man. Absolutely, yeah. a lot of many hours. Give and take, for yes. sure. Most but it's funny, time. though, man, because you know what? How, how old is your girl? She just turned seven. Hey. See, you know the f cool part about it is... Shouts out to Esme. You get to see, like, yeah. the evolution of her Dude, it's from a baby doing some crazy shit. It's and, amazing. Like, discovering stuff to seven, trying yeah. to kind of outsmart you, but you're like, oh, that's cute. Talking, you know what I'm saying? Talking, talking, talking back. Talking, talking back. Yeah. No! Yeah. No, it's the best, man. Yeah. I mean, it's the most challenging and the most beautiful, reward, rewarding thing I've ever okay. done in my life. And I'm thankful, you know, if I don't have another kid, if we don't have another kid, like, just to be able to experience this once, yeah. I'm so thankful for it, man. Like, it's mm -hmm. just, it's That's the best. I love it. I was telling D, like, I wish I would have started when I was younger because I don't feel like I like I have the capacity to have a bunch of kids. Mm -hmm. I just it's so exhausting. And that's what yeah. our yeah. parents did. Right. This is crazy. Which I don't know if that made them better parents. I know. I feel like I have so much more to give my daughter because I have that yeah. energy, the capacity, uh, divide the you know. Yeah. I'm sure you dig deep and you make it happen, but I know like when I'm gonna be at my best, right. and like I feel like I'm I'm way more at my best with the what fuck I can give now. Do you have 30 or 10 kids? 10 Ooh. kids. And 10 was average. And how do you give your time to them? I don't You think don't I because do. some of the other kids start parenting I mean, the yeah, but right, it's right, still right. but at the same time the kids. Yeah. So they're going to want that motherly or fatherly 
Yeah. Love. It's a lot, man. It's a lot. To have to divide yourself and give that. Yeah. Man, some people can do it, man. That's it's amazing. Like, but granted, you don't know what their inner life is going through all that, right? Right. Like, you, you don't know what the juggle is trying to keep your relationship together and healthy and happy yeah. at the same time being a good parent. Like, and there's I'm so part, much to but it. But apart yeah. from that, it's actually taking care of yourself. Too. Oh, absolutely. Like yeah. Yes. One. Because that contributes to everything else. You yeah. need right. to have that equilibrium, you know, set. And it's, it's I mean, I'm, I'm finding, you know, it's like you're never going to know until you do it, man. Right. And once you're inside it, you're like, oh, wow. I, I get and I think if you're, uh, if you're sorry to interrupt no, no, you, no, 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 if, no, you're, no. if you're trying to be present and do a good job at it, it's you realize how much it mm -hmm. is. Because yeah. I could be the dad, I'm going to the bar, right. da, 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 whatever. Dipping. Like, what's up? Don't talk to me. Right, I'm off work. Right. But I like I always feel like I want to give so much more. So maybe I'm overdoing it, you know, sometimes. Maybe we all are. But it's like, I I mean, I, no offense to my dad or my mom, but like I, I was remarking the other day, I feel like at this point, I feel like I've spent more hours and time with my daughter than I ever had or have That's for sure. with my parents. Wow. And right. my parents got divorced when I was seven, seven? Eight, yeah, right? I was so 12. I think all those years, but I've, dude, yeah. I've spent so much time and so, you know. And right. it goes quick. Yeah, and it's it different quick, too. Yeah. It absolutely does. But then also too, the, you know, like. It's only one, so it's easier. I mean, not easier, but it's, it's you're able to give her. So just imagine right. you had three. Right. Now you got to spit your time. You divvy it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So being, it's a, it's some positives being the only child, mm -hmm. you know? I think so. You know what I'm saying? It, I mean, there's only a couple of things that probably sucks is companion, you, companion like playing with another playing sibling. Playing with another one. Yeah. Having memories when you you know, get older and having somebody there. side by side. Right. But guess what? That's going to be your baby girl forever because... Yeah. Um, you're creating you, memories. You're creating memories, and y'all, y'all team. And they remember right. that, especially right. last year during the pandemic. Yeah, it it was a lot of time and really, yeah, challenging, but just beautiful. And and you know, it's different times too, man. It's like our parents, you know, stereotypically were going to be at work, both of them, five days a week, and mm -hmm. you had to come home and fit it in. Like now, a lot more people besides the before the pandemic working from home, mm -hmm. doing more freelance work so able to give more time to their kids you know which which i think is a, a cool thing um but yeah i, I i'm just thankful man mm -hmm. even if this is only once it's just the best dude i, I love being yeah, i mean you have full control of like the input you can give to them like uh, what kind of information like um like what there's there's always a learning lesson for both you know yeah. for the parent and the child like i learned how to be a better human, right. you know, as raising my uh, my my children with uh, Janet, mm -hmm. but like um, like I had to readjust a lot of stuff. Like when we had Keelan, um, that's when that's when I started like drifting. I was like, okay, I want to be a dad. Like mm -hmm. I really wanted to give a lot of my time because we were performing, we were doing a bunch of stuff, and we're like, once Keelan came in, it was like, whoa, everything changed. Right. I was like, oh wow, and yeah. I started going back to my dad and like, he, you know, he had, he was touring and so my dad mm -hmm. wasn't there right. as much and I was like, shit, I don't want to repeat the same Isn't cycle. Isn't it interesting? Right. Like right. you had an like opportunity I, to do that. Yeah, like uh, we had an opportunity to like tour or something and like take off and do more shows. I was like, ah, oh, no, I want to do this. You're like, like no, I want to ruin this for everybody <laughs> and have right. a kid. And, and be famous. Were, no, <laughs> right. Bang right. these right. girls. Kid. But uh, isn't it? 
what your early 20s and stuff is like y'all can correct me like when y'all want to be rappers or comedians or whatever by the time you get you get to a certain age and you ain't there yet and now you got all these responsibilities uh-huh. it's it's tougher that's why i guess it's better to start early whatever career you're gonna go yeah with, yeah right? yeah i think so Always oh, oh, start early, early having kids early? No, 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 no. Start with a career. Yeah. With a career. Yeah, yeah, Because by the time you hit whatever age y'all had the kid. Right. I don't know. It, it kind of slows it up, right? Yeah. Just like you. So Priorities. Priorities, and, and you don't want to be like how your, you said your pops was. Yeah. So, like he said, like, you stopped, you know, in, instantly. Because you wanted to do, you know, be a dad. It wasn't yeah. quite instantly. No. Like that was when Calrissian started, but yeah. when when your boy was born, right? And we, yeah, and we, you know, moved with that. But it was, yeah, you know, it, it, uh, it made sense for it to peter out. You know, right. it was like we took different. And that's why I'm thankful that we did everything we did. Oh my God, which was way more than I ever thought we would do with music. You yeah. know, we D and I first started. We were like making little karaoke tapes, or even before that, just rapping in like little ciphers at school. We loved hip hop. We loved freestyling. We loved you know. So, right. to what we did, I'm. I always kind of like analogize. Is that the word? It to. Like, I kept going on this trajectory for a long time because that was what my passion was. I wanted to make music. I wanted to be an artist. I wanted to do all these different things. So I went at it. I took the unorthodox. We took the unorthodox route. Yeah. You always had to have side hustles. I had some corporate jobs. I, I right. did Regular different job. little things to make money. Yeah. Um, but that was our, our main passion. Yeah. And, and I, to the analogy, it's like I felt like I was running alongside a moving train. And, like, at a certain point, I had to decide to jump into the train and go into like a more orthodox way, which is mm-hmm. for me, like, I didn't know for sure I wanted to have kids, but in the, in my mind, romantically, I thought I did want to get married and have, you know, yeah. and, and jump into that train. And I felt like I eluded something cause I got away with it until I was like 35 or six right. where I was like making music and touring and traveling and doing voiceover work and just doing all these things that society tells you that you're not supposed to do no yeah. you're supposed to get a job five days a week right right stuff that we're sold Have right kids and and i felt like i i like made the getaway and jumped in the train at the last minute and and was like oh wow cool you know, <laughs> i got a wife and a kid and and that has its own challenges you know yeah um yeah but i had- felt like I, I i did it for and i'm thankful that i had a kid at the time i did consciously like this is what we wanted to do because i don't think i would have been ready for it mm. at all before at the, oh you know God. even though like yeah. now it's tiring probably yeah. if, if i was 30 and i first started having a kid i would have more energy, energy i'd probably be right. like let's have six you know like oh <laughs> not God. really but it's like where i was in my trajectory and and um i don't think i would have been able to not have wanted to leave the house been like oh what am i missing out on i always yeah, felt like i was missing some out of, on yeah, something. some kind of resentment you know came about it but now i was ready to like nah, i want to chill and be at home right, and i want right. to build, build in this way so i was at 35 there's no perfect way to do it no. right? you know everyone got a different way but yeah for me it was around that age i was like yep okay yeah. let's do it so Time. is your daughter aware of all the talents you got you uh, have? Oh, like, yeah, I tell her every good day. Good question. Oh, great <laughs> I tell her She's every day. She's well aware. <laughs> right. No, so, yeah. did, does she really? Because no, no. I, I was just about to ask. Man, that was a great question, Neil, because I wanted to ask that, too. So do you? Do, does she know of your accomplishments from the past? 
not all of them but yeah. you like she knows that like i've shown her a couple of our music videos and i haven't played her a lot of our music but she knows that we made music and that currently i'm making music you know and she'll even sit down with me she's like can we make a beat let's make a beat oh Dad. yeah that's right so she'll you know i'm trying to teach her a little bit but that's awesome and she knows i've done voiceover work and and you know i've shown her some commercials or video games i've been on stuff like that oh, so sure. a minor minor league gotcha. yeah. i'm not trying to you know be like look what i did and da, 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 you know but yeah. she's aware of because i things. um I've thought about that quite often. I mean, I, I played a few tracks and let them know, like, hey, you know, like Jake and I did this and we've done all this music. And of course, they don't know about Cal Reese. They do, sort of, but. Um, right, you can't reveal too much. I know, right? So, but still, like, um, like I almost like, it's funny because it's the same thing that happened to me, my dad and I. Like, I knew he was a musician. I knew he was with all these bands, but never really got a chance to like hear the albums. Mm -hmm. Like I, I, he had a few with my my uh, god my godfather Lee, mm -hmm. uh, rest in peace, Lee him, Williams. Yeah. And is that why how you got your middle name? Yeah, that's Lee. Okay, cool. Yeah, and um, like I've heard a few tracks, and I'm like, yeah, this is dope. But like he was like with the Temptations, with the Whispers, like he toured around the world, and that never really got a chance to like get to know that part right, of him because right. he was gone. Right. You know, right. when you I was young during that time, yeah. we yeah. talked briefly about it, but not in depth. Right. You know, and there were some things that popped up after he died, like, oh, okay, right. you little hustler, right. okay, right. Little <laughs> Casanova, like other girls are <laughs> popping up, like oh, right. I, I've never met you. <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> but uh, which was hilarious i thought it was hilarious during that moment you know it's like yeah. oh, okay I, I see what you're doing but yeah. um i sometimes regret it like um because now my my son is 13 and and aria is seven and um i there's times like keelan knows but aria doesn't really know because uh, i play them but she was young during that time, and now my time is very valuable, valuable with them mm -hmm. now. Mm -hmm. When I'm like with them, like I want to be with them every second and like it's soak it all in. But it, it's weird because I have a feeling they're going to discover it later on yeah, their own. Probably. You know, like. Um, the cool thing is that it, it is floating in space forever now at this point, unless yeah. we have a complete, you know, technological meltdown or yeah. something. But you're going to be there for them to listen to. It might be something that they. They yeah. search and discover when you're not here anymore, yeah. and they're going to be able to connect with you beyond that, which is, I think, is amazing. Yeah. Um, so, all right, you did voiceovers, right? Mm -hmm. you have I still do. Yep. Still Currently. does. Yeah. Still does. Yeah. Commercials okay. and. How did you get into doing voiceovers, and how did you get yourself? How did you market yourself to get it going? Yeah. yeah. I mean, what thought that you can do that first? Like, what was that moment? Because I. I'm, I don't, I don't know the seed of it. I just know that that was something, you know, where I looked at and I was like, wow, that seems like that would be a really cool job, mm -hmm. you know. And we were using our voices for a lot of things, you know. So I had a voice. Right. And, uh, you know, I, I basically, I, I went to a friend of mine who was a recording engineer and, mm -hmm. and I realized, because I don't think I had done any work before that, before besides uh, Ben at um, Protoscape. Protoscape. He let me do back when MP3s were first a thing. I did 
a few of the voices for an animation he yeah. was doing mm. for a company. He's one of the most talented I dudes. Know, I gotta have him I on. I know he's amazing. You absolutely should. Yeah. Uh, we. I mean, yeah. Him and Dave and everyone. There's. We. We know a lot of really. That's why you guys started the podcast. Yes, we know a lot of exactly. really amazing, talented, beautiful people. Anyways. I did the voices for the thing, and maybe that's when I realized, like, oh, I could kind of do this. And then I, we had already been running our own business with the music, you know, for since like '95 when we realized, like, all right, look, no one's gonna put you on if you're always that dude that's like, oh, put me in your show and mm -hmm. be, like, you're not gonna do much. Okay. So we were like, all right, we gotta throw our own shows. We're gonna put out our own records. Yeah. We're gonna do that. So we essentially started our own record company, started recording, like yeah. doing show. Like we did and, and the blueprint for us was Mystic Journeyman. Yeah. I met I don't know if you ever heard of them, but there's yeah. Sunspot Jones, Corey and uh and uh and Grouch, who's not a Mystic Journeyman, but um yeah, him those and three. PSC, Tommy, like they, they all went to College Alameda and I went to UC Santa Barbara, didn't like it, came back, took some classes at College Alameda. And I met them, and I saw what they were doing, and I was like, dude, you, your music is so dope. And yeah. I, I saw the blueprint. I was Cassette like... Cassette tapes. Yeah. Pushing it. Yeah. Selling them on Telegraph. Right, exactly. Like, really, like, too short shit. Right, exactly. Trunk. And I was like, okay, that's what we have to do, too, if we're going to get any work. So we started doing that. And then I realized, the way I tie those two together with the voiceover is that... I realize it is pretty much the same hustle, man. A lot of these things are all related to the same hustle same of properties. like, you need to get your, in this case for voice voiceover, I had to get a voice demo together mm. and then you shop yourself to the agencies because oh, you could be a gotcha. freelance person, but there's, it's, uh, it's harder. It's way harder. So I, I hooked up with my boy, Philippe still shout out and nice. love to Philippe. Oh, for, shit. forever for helping me make my first demo Dope. I, I looked into magazines and i kind of riffed off of what the ads were in the magazines and wrote my own commercials wrote my own little characters and did a minute long reel for each one. Oh shit philippe helped me add sound effects to it made like a two minute demo and then i started shopping it to uh different agencies and again fucking it's all who you know man like right, right. who knows if it would have happened for sure but also amazing person that maybe you can have on the podcast todd porter oh that'd be tight Dude, yeah he's Todd's the man shit. he worked Damn. in the advertising world that's right Damn. he helped give my demo to someone at stars agency in san francisco got that's me nice. their ear and they said yeah we could work with them mm. so amazing. i got put on the roster for them Nice. And then I get a lot of auditions. So like, what, what was your first gig as a voiceover? Damn. If you remember. Oh shit. Oh man. I mean, you did. A I'm not exactly things, sure. Dude. I've done a quite a lot to this point. Like, and and granted, I only get maybe one percent of the jobs that I audition for. Shut up. It's huh? so competitive. Man. I bet it is. It's so competitive. But just to be in the game is awesome. Like getting to be in my draws at home and do an audition right. and send it out and hope is in the air. I'm like, maybe this I'll get it. This is my creative how do you, part. How do you get in character for a certain voiceover thing? <laughs> I, would love, it's, it's, I would well, love to be there. Some of them are straightforward. They're commercial. You know, I think I excel more at the character stuff. Because you know? you're a character. You can throw on a character. And We've been like, doing voices and clowning for yeah, so many years right. and just acting a fool so that it translates. Um, it just you know it's like you got to get the script you look at it you 
I don't know. I probably I would get more than one percent if I was really good at it. <laughs> but like, you have to soak it up and say, what is this client looking for, yeah. and try to do it. You know. And what the funniest thing, and it's funny because our our boy Simon's boy Simon says the same thing. Um, shout out Bill Morris because he said he wanted me to mention his name on this. Um, <laughs> our boy Simon, he said he's he's a fairly famous actor. Go see Red Rocket. Yeah. It's coming out. Sean Baker. Uh, the twenty second. Dirt nasty. No, no, it comes out. It's already out. I think the tenth or something like I that. I thought it came out the fourth. Sure. Yeah, there was different ones. Anyways, he huh. he said basically he got more of the jobs where he didn't give a fuck when he went into the audition, and I found that too. The ones that I take less takes with when I audition at home, I get a higher percentage of them because I'm not putting too much uh, thought into really? it. Really? And I think that is you can scrutinize yourself too much to the point where it loses its yeah its the magic or like, magic. Yeah. So you pretty much thinking like interesting. Josh is bigger than this than that gig wait who you're you're bigger than whatever did you say you josh my bad <laughs> that's so big. funny why do people always call me josh though it's really? either it stays in the bible at least so good but you but you're bigger <laughs> than jacob jacob my bad <laughs> my good. bad you're bigger than the audition right like that's the mindset you got to do oh you're not can my bad like, you're you're i think i think you know it's fine it's i'm crying inside <laughs> um <laughs> I, I think the ones where I give less thought to it and I do it, I'm more relaxed. Mm -hmm. It's like, it's even like, one, like you know, I noticed that when we would record, when you're pushing your voice too much, it's like you're not in the pocket of who you are. So it's like if you just relax and talk, you're more, because every audition says, quote, non-commercial sounding, did it like they want a real voice. Yeah. Even though it's so it's fake, fake, they're selling you things and it always sounds fake as fuck. Right. But they always want not commercial. Yeah. Like, but come Can on. Can you man. make your voice right. a little bit more urban? Right, right. Uh. <laughs> Stand over here for a bit. Now bug your eyes out. <laughs> Shout I out five far side. I can't do this. That's I can't hard, do man. this anymore. Yeah, but it's it, it here's the cool thing about it. I get one percent of the jobs I audition for. Uh. If I got two percent, I would not have to have any other job. Wow. They the, pay the that money, well? the money is that good. Wow. And you get, if it's a real good job, you get checks that keep coming. So it's like, I've had some really good jobs where it paid for my whole year. Damn. And I kept getting chocks, checks because they kept on uh, renewing it and buying, you know. So um, it's the best job. I try to study it and I try to do better, but inevitably or, you know, ultimately it's uh it's one of those gigs where it's like you depend on someone else approving of you, mm. so it's out of your hands. I do as much as I can, and it's if it's me, it's me. Yeah. Sometimes right. I get jobs I don't think I'm gonna get, but I've I've end up again like with music. I never thought I'd do as much as I have. Like, I've yeah. done national commercials. I've done a bunch of video games. I'm on like NBA 2K 16 through 22. No My way, voice man. is all over that. Yeah. Like, doing what? I'm a voice, voice? of, uh, I mean, like, not like the main star, but like voices in, you know, on the court and the crowd, yeah, like all yeah. around, like ambiance. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. In the crowd. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and a lot of different stuff. I so, don't, I haven't even played them, so I don't know. Do they like, oh, you don't know. I haven't played them. That's pretty cool, though. But it's amazing. That's amazing. It's amazing. So I was in Walking you like Dead. Cheer, you like cheer people? Like, yeah, get it. Duh. Different things, yeah. yeah they, they, rec they work you really hard for those ones. They make wow. you earn your money. So I'm like out there like, yeah, get the rebound, fool. Yeah, they, like, hey, AI, 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 hit me, dog. You know, oh, like things wow. like that, like all these different things. So all those little kind of things on the yeah. court, like, oh, he hella weak. <laughs> oh, reject. You know, just like things like that. They have me. You want to hear another funny thing? <laughs> you guys might not think this funny. Every time I, not every time, but a lot of times I go into a job I got, 
they'll look at me kind of sideways like, oh. I'm like, what? Like, nah, nah, never mind, never mind. I mean, nah, come on, because I already know what they're going to say. <laughs> nah, come on, just tell me. Oh, we thought you were black. <laughs> oh, wow. You oh. They, when I'm auditioning, yeah. sometimes it just depends what the audition is for. But, you know, it, it, we grew up in an yeah. urban setting and loving yeah. hip-hop all my life. The way I talk, I'll either get like, are you from the East Coast? Or like over those kind of things. Oftentimes, right, right. it's happened way too many times for it not to be <laughs> coincidence or funny. They're like, oh. Yeah, we thought you were black. You sounded like <laughs> not like not that they're disappointed, yeah. but they're taken aback. Yeah, you know. So I'm sorry, and that's why I don't get moment. the super crackery oh. jobs like all the commercial ones. Oh, really? Like, like the hey, yeah, ancestry dot com is. Blah, 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 <laughs> so that's know. where the and one the percent come from. Maybe it was the two percent. I was like, you just tell them you're black. Yeah, I, I should. Know. Why yeah. not? Yeah, tell yeah. Them. yeah I'm, I'm black inside. My dad had a lot of soul. Yeah, just like yeah, that. Yeah. Totally, bro. Like you got a long schlong. That's decent. I've seen it. No oh. complaints. How good of friends were you two? Hey, bro. <laughs> shit. Hey, we go way back. Dude, you want to get into well, the funny shit now? Well, we now if y'all showing each other y'all dick, I don't want to know that well, funny I don't shit. think no. I showed it. I don't think so. But it was seen. I've seen your ass. It was seen. No, you've seen me. I've seen your ass. Okay. You, you complimented me, me okay. before. Yeah. Okay. I got it's pictures okay. of your ass. It's adequate. Oh, oh my ass? Oh, yeah. It's stuff. Where are we going with oh, this yeah. shit? When we went camping. Where are we going with this? When we went camping. Oh, camping, huh? Yeah. That's where a lot of, you know, people <laughs> they come out the closet. Broke back. Okay. Broke yeah, back. Broke yeah, yeah, two guys, one sleeping bag. Okay. <laughs> it's, hey, it's like two girls, one cup. Between yeah. y'all. Yeah, I we mean, created that shit. No, we, we, I mean, dude, we're very comfortable. We're like brothers. So we've, you know, we you see things sometimes. Uh, yeah, we don't. Uh, I've never been like a whipper outer. No. I'm not that proud. I'm not okay. laying the wristwatch okay. on my, you know, laying it on the wrist <laughs> like okay. some people. I'm not, I, but yeah, it's it's good. What the yeah. fuck? I still got pictures of that Brazilian speedo thing. Oh, that's what I'm saying. I still got pictures, bro. So just don't How fuck on with one me. were we, dude? That I had you like do you a were photo like shoot. Comb <laughs> over. Like, what? No, I had uh, on my kangaroo. Not, not you know, the comb forward. Like what? I have never done the comb yeah, forward. You were like dog. This one. Hell no. I had on a Kango. You're tripping. No, no, bro. It must have looked yeah. like a comb forward with the black I'll show Kango. you the pictures, dude. Oh, maybe. Yeah. I'll show you the You're pictures. Right. <laughs> I don't know. Dude, we had, we had a lot of No, fun, you ain't got to play it off now. Neil. You ain't got to play that shit off now. I don't hey. know what you're talking about. Hey, you know about. what? I think that's part that's of our love. lore. That's we, love. We've never been afraid to blur lines. We Domingo and I have always been comfortable with our sexuality. Is, yeah. So, yeah. I have okay. no problem Not with like, it. you know, okay. I'm... Okay. I don't need to reveal hey, anything hey, like whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It's just I, I've Y'all never got fucked up one night. And, you know, was like, we would yeah, go to I'm parties right. and no, not no, even like that. Like that. Hey, I'm kidding with you. It's I'm never been like that's cool for you hey, to buddy. fantasize. It's all good. You want? Yeah, I mean, if that's shit. how you like it. I mean, she got the ones you talking about. Like, I saw it one time. Tell me about your childhood, Neil. Mom, uh, you don't want to start me crying. <laughs> oh, don't make don't make this an Oprah moment. Yeah, we'll do save that for another episode. I'll send we you an OnlyFans, bro, and then we'll get you on <laughs> roster. No, 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 no. You'll be cool. good, bro. So, yeah, like um, y'all motherfuckers crazy. No, nah, we just we and that's part of it. We would go to parties and wear wigs, and I don't know. We I feel like I don't know. That's one good thing. Like you and I, Ming, and I think that's why our our band and our music was successful because like he and I has such a good bond and affinity and on stage like the energy was so the um, presence yeah like we we just bounce off each other well and we have fun and, and it was and great i fucking loved it man like uh that energy like there there was nothing like it i you're i'm glad you brought up sunspot jones because i just bought that book his uh his uh oh, children's the kids book, book? Cool. yeah how come you didn't buy mine 
Oh, I need to. I need to. Thank you for reminding me. Yeah, you oh, like yeah. Corey better than yeah. me. No, yeah, dude, that's cool. No, Corey's cool. We actually never really, really, really got a chance to bond. Me neither. Yeah, but I wish I we did. I appreciate him. I respect. Yeah, he's him. the fucking man. Awesome. He's super talented. Legendary. But um, it's just nice, like based on the Mystic Journeyman, like path, like that he kind they paved the way of like it's possible, mm-hmm. like to to get it done, and like we've done so many things. When you look back, I'm like. I have, I still have the tapes, so I, I need to transfer them, like our Hawaii trips and mm-hmm. stuff like that, and like Video the tape. shows, yeah, the shows that we did were just incredible. Like, yeah. um, there's that one that's in circulation, the eye contact one at Storyville, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and like um, that shit is just like it makes me cry. Like uh, the passion is that much. Like I'll feel like when you know when you hear a song and you can get goosebumps. Mm-hmm. Like there's moments when we perform or certain songs are just that powerful where we're like oh shit like emotion like a lot of emotion was he up there on that video you showed me when you were younger when you was rapping on stage was he on yeah yeah that that was jake okay yeah and dave yeah Mm -hmm. dennis zen out there just it's a trip to see that footage man because it's like 20 years some Uh, of it maybe i I don't know i don't know if it's that far back but it's quite a while ago but just to like that's like our closest thing we can get to time travel, right? Like watch an old video. Mm-hmm. Like you look at things, you're like, damn, that was a moment in time. Right. And you see you see your face and your body and your whole, you know, you know what yeah. you've been through to that right. point and what's going to come to you. And you're like, well, it's like this little pocket, you know, of, of uh, a moment, which, man, it's so cool to be able to see that. Which you're right, D. Like I got all these videotapes and we were texting the other day and Domingo's like, you got to transfer that. It's going to deteriorate like certain stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I do need to protect it somehow because digitize it. It's somehow. amazing to see that stuff and the stuff that Nick Casamatis has sent oh to us. God, you know, it's like yeah. the, all these moments. We did we a lot of shows. Go through all Neil. That stuff. How many shows do you think we did, Mingo, over the years? I don't know, dude. Hundreds. That's a lot. Yeah, I would say yeah, hundreds, hundreds for wow. sure. Yeah. Hundreds. Real, huh? yeah, we yeah. did a lot. Wow. We performed for with a lot of great artists too. Absolutely. Big artists. Wow. I feel lucky we got to be a part of this pocket in time of indie hip hop in the Bay that was very golden, like Mission, Zion I, rest in peace, Zumbi. Yeah. Um How did y'all Crown group City form? Rockers, all that. How yeah. did y'all group form? Who found it? Who got the players together? How did that form? Psychokinetics was just Mingo was, and I, like yeah. we rapped together and and Mark. Uh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Ill Media. So he was a, oh, about five or six years older than me. I think he dated my sister yeah. at SF State. He was trying to get the third base and fourth repeatedly. So I think he probably hooked me up and gave me a beat or something like that. <laughs> and uh, so he was a really good producer, DJ ahead still. of us still. And um, and then we just love rapping. Like, you know, me mm-hmm. and D Newsy, <clears throat> our boy Dan Nguyen, he had a karaoke machine. Simon it's, it started from that. Simon Grant. We just always, like, loved freestyling. And then, uh, you know, Mark gave you a beat. Like, remember the first song that we made? No. It was like nine minutes or some shit. Like 100% we, to the pure, or was it? L- uh, no, I think it was uh, Lots of Glue. Not mm. Lots of Glue. It One was of those, the. Um, yeah. One of those. Oh, no, that was the introspect. That's introspect. That one's dope. That's on our first tape. I remember Mark was talking about he's I gave these guys a beat and they filled the whole song. Oh like yeah, they, he used to laugh at us. So yeah, and that song is still one of my favorites. I don't know why we never performed that. It's on all yeah. these songs are on, you know, Spotify, Apple mm-hmm. Music, all that stuff, our whole catalog, but it's a song called Introspect off 
Heaters in the Attic. It was originally a song from a tape that we finally got digital. Mm-hmm. Um, but we just, we, we had a crew of people that loved rapping. Domingo used to be able to make tape splice beats. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He was actually one of our first producers with tape splice beats. So. He, he would pay, play a section of a, a, a break or whatever yeah. from something else we liked. Stop, record, pause, record, pause, record, and make like this instrumental. And I actually, together. the very first time I ever performed live, <laughs> which, God damn, if I anyone was, out there is listening oh, has this footage, it would be, would be so cool. embarrassing, but so cool. Uh, Domingo made me a, a tape loop off of a Bill Withers sample. Use me up, I think. Yeah, use me. And I got the gall, man, to perform at a Valentine's dance. And I went up there. And and I got on written, stage. Like you written. I like wrote a, something out that was totally not me. I didn't know how I was. I was talking about like selling weed in Oakland and like just <laughs> stupid shit. Cause I, you know, you have ideas that your right, person right. like what what is rap? What should I be talking about? Not just be yourself, you know. Which is gradually what we became, you know. And uh, um, got on, rehearsed the hell out of it, Neil. And then got on stage and said two lines and forgot every word and just started freestyling cursing like oh shit forgot my motherfucking line but in like <laughs> and then my teacher rest in peace again senora romero avila best oh, spanish teacher ever yeah. was like no get him off stage like she needed the hook to pull me off stage because i was cursing right, for right. all these kids oh my god that was the first time i ever performed but in a nutshell <laughs> we just loved the music there was a crew of us with freestyle that eventually thinned, thin, thin. People weren't going to do it as much. They weren't, you know, and then it was Domingo and I. Yeah. And we were like, all right, Let's I do guess it. it's us. And then Let's we came it. up with the name Psychokinetic from a J. Rue the Damage line. Uh, uh, Psychokinetic forces proceed to smash, smash it in. And I still remember Domingo used to have dreads. <laughs> and as he was like losing his hair, like at 19 or whatever, his shit was yeah. hanging by a spindle <laughs> yeah. thread. And I remember like helping you cut some of them off and oh, we were wow. listening to it. I was nice. like, dude, that's dope. Psychokinetics. We should use that as our name. Mind man, bending, moving right. things. It was like, yeah, that's, right. the, we, that's where we were heading. Right. Like, that's the pinnacle right. of like power and like the energy, mind over matter right type of shit. Yeah. Like, I mean, Zion and I was all, all on that shit yeah, too. It was absolutely. like mind over matter stuff, yes. you know, yeah, 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 mystic yeah. journeyman, yeah. like soaring past the yes. skies okay. yes. and like inspiring people yeah, and right. doing powerful shit. Conscious rap. Yes, right, but with right. like a purpose. Like we definitely like. I don't. I don't know how you felt with it, Ming. Like. Besides, like I was saying, Neil, like just feeling like I got so much in me, I got to mm-hmm. get it out. Like, yeah, yeah, I wanted to be a dope MC and I wanted to like eat people up and freestyle right, battles right. and all that kind of stuff. Um, but at the same time, like I felt like a mission for a long time. And that's yeah. why I was so feverish. I was like, ooh, I got to yeah. help these people to like be more confident in themselves and like yeah. not have low self-esteem and not to buy into all this materialistic world that we're sold. And this is your life. Like do like live a unique life and don't fall into like all this the crazy shit that right. we're yeah, sold, right. right of like this is how you live so it, our name encompassed that i think and and domingo and i just like ran with it man and and all of a sudden we're you know we're doing shows all over the bay shout out ren from uh storyville yeah. and true school shout out mr Chris brown Kahuna, mr brown like we started getting traction and, and doing a lot of shows around Bay, yeah. constantly around here, but then we branched out to Hawaii and Colorado yeah. and Nevada yeah. and, and a little bit on the Western. LA. Yeah, L.A. And, and yeah, so we did, you know, the, the Western region uh, 
way more than I ever thought we would. Yeah. Released, you know, like, I mean, we have to have at least 100 songs or more. I don't know. But Jeez. it's all out there. So if you look up Psychokinetics on Apple Music or Spotify, you'll yeah. see our whole catalog. And then at the same time, you and I came up with Calrissian. It was us that first. That was at the, didn't we come up with it at the uh, phone booth? I don't remember, At the bro. bar, we were all talking and stuff. We were talking Maybe. about it. Yeah. I, think. We I, re- I just it. remember one of those times. I'm yeah. not sure if it was the origin of Calrissian, but it was like that during that time at that corner bar right. that we would talk and uh, play pool and right. talk Maybe shit. it might have been around the same time with, with Jamie. Jamie and doing. So we came up with this weird concept that was like all these characters uh, that, you know, basically like kind of we were kind of making fun, at least in my mind, of like commercial rap, misogynistic, materialistic. Right, right. So this portrait of all these people who like <laughs> think they're the shit and are, and are, you know, glorifying all those kind of things. But really, they're all losers. Dude. But this was in the early what? This was early. Early well, 2000. When we came up with the idea. Yeah, I don't think we released our first Calrissian album until sure. 2009. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then it was Domingo and I first, Smooth Rick and Chachi Harlem. Mm-hmm. The first two songs we did were Lobby Room Lobby and Room. and the one with Mickey Avalon and Dirt Nasty, uh, The Falcon. Falcon. So those are the very first two songs we did. We hadn't even added all the other members yet. Um, yeah. Then we added Mikey and Jerome, yeah. and, and then it became this whole visual thing. Mm-hmm. Like, we made a... We it characters. was really dope, dude. Yeah. Like had honestly, side, side chicks gotcha. and stuff, and, like and we, we had visuals and dancers. And in our first Shut album, our yeah, first bro. album was called Tales from the Velvet okay. Pocket. It was a whole, it was a story from start to end, a yeah. complete story, but with all these songs. And the music was dope. Denizen, Denizen. Dave, Kilo, Venezuela produced Mark, it all. Like out of anything Simon. that we did, Simon, yeah, a lot. And then, out of anything we did, I think that could have had like a worldwide following yeah, it was just a matter it didn't get exposed and, and hid in the exact way the idea was amazing yeah and our shows were pretty shows th- were. they were theater pieces yeah, you know actually, like yeah. full yeah. performances yeah. they were really cool and y'all you know, have no footage of it yeah well, yeah there's, some, there's footage out of footage. that yeah. yeah i have footage yeah, yeah. and there's some online on youtube yeah there's some, some out performances. there for sure but we did some cool shit like now i kick myself in the pants man because it's like what do you mean? Both we we essentially for our first record release uh-huh. and for the second one, Star Magic, we created two musicals. Yeah. Basically, stage yeah. shows. And it's like we should have like got Marketed. a residency residency somewhere and yeah. done that thing over and over because it was dances and dialogue and visuals and it was cool. They were like their own little like you could sit down and watch it like you were watching a yeah, you know, a little musical or mm-hmm. whatever. But it was like crass and dirty and the beats were dope and it was funny i mean everything was all comedy based all all we're making fun of like certain types of people that are maybe in popular music yeah it wasn't all just about that no but it was all really funny now would y'all say y'all before your act your your performances were before your time Oh uh, yeah, Good. people. I think that's Guaranteed. something you could discover at some point. So you know? when yeah. when we started like doing a lot of shows and like a lot of people were saying, a lot well, of people Neil were saying they'd never seen something <laughs> like this before. They'd never seen something like that before. It was like wow, oh, it was man, like its sure. own little thing. And then I remember hearing in the cuts, like I, I gotta look this up, but I think Beastie Boys did something similar. Like they did characters. Yeah, it was like a character album. I don't even know if it's out or something like that but i heard about something like that and i was like okay they're it's starting to generate some kind of like genre it was like this pocket in time because i remember the 
we would go into the studio and like we would go in together and write it together mm -hmm. like come up with the funniest lines yeah. and like it didn't matter who was doing what it was right. like okay was we we had characters yeah. like okay this is what chachi but would we say all this helped is what each other, rick would which say which was like, cool yeah it all we all helped each other and that was probably what made it so cohesive and amazing. Plus, we just had all these talented people oh my God. doing it. I mean, dude, Fuck we had that. We had a package, yeah. like talent, you know, literally and figuratively. Oh yeah, yeah. We all had packages. Yeah, you had the biggest. Package. I had the biggest one. Perseus. Yeah, pool Perseus. I can't even take credit, but um, but yeah, man. I mean, but at the same time, it's like we also had to manage eight people yeah, or nine it was people, a lot. so it's a lot. So all these different lives. Different it, characters, it personalities. Have, right. So it would have been hard to organize and all of us to travel. But honestly, man, I mean, still, that's one of the things like I'm very proud of because, yeah, it could have been It was original. Big. I mean, it's very <laughs> original. And I think still people out there, like if you YouTube Calrissian, K-A-L-R-I-S-S, -S, or dollar sign, dollar sign, I-A-N, there's a lot of fun stuff out there. Yeah, it's, uh, it's it's you know it's the story, dude. It's like there's so many amazing artists out there that get slept on that we'll never hear the most amazing music of our lives that's out there. Yeah, because there's just so much good stuff. It is yeah. so much good stuff. You're right. And but it, I, but I feel like it ser serves it purpose, like even for you and I to do what we did. And I'm sorry to interrupt you, <laughs> but um, you're good. Like even I look at it like this. Oh, you know. Yeah, maybe our first goal was to try to like bl quote blow up right. and get signed. That was the dream, right? Yeah. But it's like, I feel like even if our music, besides fulfilling its purpose, like of how it was for us, therapy wise, and you know, just like keeping us from doing other like damaging things, like mm -hmm. it gave us good focus and purpose for yeah. a long time, right? Right. But also, I mean, dude, we used to get a lot of like letters and, and like from strangers and things like that saying like how this song affected my life thank you this and that so and, and still to this day i know our music is being played in other countries and yeah. other continents and that brings me joy because it's like it's still our messages then are still relevant i think and i think even though we didn't quote blow up it's like you might have we might have it rippled we might but we might have helped somebody at a point in their life in yeah. ways we didn't even realize you know so i think that's pretty cool that i we did that. you know I, I, we had this conversation earlier i think this year where we were talking about stuff that was in the future like we were we were aiming really high like uh, self-awareness and mm -hmm. like consciousness and, and, and being a good human being mm -hmm. and like thriving and inspiring people. Mm -hmm. I remember we were having a conversation earlier and like now I get it. Like I got like I was like, oh, shit, the things you were what saying I'm doing then? now, no, like yeah. the shit I was saying now, mm. I'm, I'm living it now. Like right. I'm living yeah. what I was preaching this whole time. It was like. It's there. Like we, we're almost there. We're so right. close of so grasping good. this this other realm of uh, consciousness and, and high frequency. Right. And now I'm living it. Totally. It's crazy. It was like holy shit, dude. Like we were really on some shit. Like now it's on a totally different understanding of like yeah. yes, this I get it now. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. I I totally dude, understand we what so you're saying. Young. We were so young doing that stuff and like. It's amazing, like to and oh, you were talking about that. Uh, what was that guy that reached you? Who's like in Brazil or something? Who's like looking for a tape? Remember we our old tape? 
the reach around in Brazil? No, no, not that. Oh, oh, the dude with the tape. The dude with yeah. the tape. Yeah, that's right. Not that, that was videotape. Great. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Just not kidding. that videotape. Yeah, that's kind of crazy. Yeah, someone in which I never thought anybody. We we made like a hundred tapes of two mm. different little albums we did, and I had someone from Brazil reach out to me. Somehow found me and was like, "Hey, I'm trying to complete my." my you know cla golden era barrier hip-hop collection no way, huh? and it's broken english you know portuguese and, and, and saying like i'm looking for your guys first tape and i was like what <laughs> how did you even hear about it and it's not like domingo yeah. and i are huge in any matter of speaking but it's interesting that it made to it our music yeah. made it to people on to different Brazil. parts of us and also our tape dude. yeah it's not even set. the best anything there's a Terrible couple good tracks right. like again Quality. way too long of songs tape. Tape, tape cassette tape. tape wow so wow. this this dude was like offering us money like like what you want to give me a hundred dollars for that that tape like are you serious how did you I even know. find out about it? and i didn't have one i, I was so dumb one. i didn't even save one i didn't even have one yeah. you called me and you I would like, save i don't one, have man. that it's so stupid just i, know, I mean dude. just because you're right you know damn y'all excited and you're like i gotta save this shit. i didn't i, th I didn't think that far think ahead that. with that yeah. kind of i got stuff, you you know all the cds i saved like i even have a cool thing it would i oh. want to show you one day and everyone else but like i did save a lot of our flyers and all that mm -hmm. other oh, kind of dope. stuff so again going back to like our oh, kids God. knowing about i figure at some point my daughter will discover uh you know this little binder full of all these flyers and articles and all these cool things and and she'll be like oh wow my dad like whoa right. he did all this you know because yeah. i probably won't try to you know promote myself to totally her. Like, have y'all ever had do y'all remember a bad road trip that y'all had hmm. good uh, question domingo a bad road trip a bad just, crazy road trip like with things everything just went just wrong. a crazy thing like yeah, when I when we when I did the comedy, I remember we went to Jersey from Maryland to Jersey, and my boy he drove. He was like, "I drive." I was like, "Cool." Both of his back tires somehow become flat. Oh damn! And then we do the show. We killed, right? Yeah, we killed. And then the guy says, "Look, the only thing I could do is pay you two twenty dollars." Oh shit! We got a flat tire. He had to get one of the comedians to pick us up, right? Uh -huh. And then he looked us in the eye after the show, after we killed, and he had a nice capacity for a house, oh, gave him 10 and gave me 10. That's knuckle Ooh. sandwich, and, though, dude. And then the we hammer. had to, like, act, we had to stay at some comedian's house who were just... They wouldn't shut the fuck up. <laughs> they had to be on funny time the whole time. Oh, that's the worst. We're, man. like, we're angry because... We got ten dollars a piece, coming from Maryland to oh yeah, to Jersey. Did you have an agreement ahead of time? I know. Um, yeah, contract we, because it, it was, was, was a failure. Well, that one no, but we did have a we, we had an agreement. He was supposed to pay us a hundred dollars each, and you only got ten, and each? we only got ten. Oh, and dude. and was, there was people in the house. That's like yeah, and we, this is our cool. third show with us with him, uh -huh. right? Because I found him on online. So the other two he paid. This one, and For I was some just, reason. I was pissed. Oh yeah, I was pissed just because he looked us in the eye. Yeah, and it's like here you go, just all got ten and ten, dude. And we got two flat tires. Oh yeah, and then we got to stay with these comedians, oh. who, who were like just starting out. Yeah, Rough. they were a couple. 
Yeah. The girl was funnier than the boyfriend. <laughs> and he knew it, right? So it was kind of like some bitterness. Special, we're laughing at her jokes, and he's like, nobody laughed at Oh, mine. dude, nothing worse than, uh, like, comedians competing with each other. No and they're a couple. They yeah. were a couple. Yeah. Oh, man. So it made it even Tom more... Fucking, what's it made name? it more Christina. awkward. So now we got to ask to call his dad for a double, triple A for the tires. Yeah, that's that sounds shitty. So, so do y'all remember anything like that? The biggest thing I could remember so that, that, that sticks to me... Colorado trip. That one was where, and this is where I learned a hard lesson, man. Because, again, we were, like, for the most part, booking all our own shows, mm-hmm. doing all the business end of it, and being the artists. And and uh, we booked our flight. We had a good gig at a college that was paying for the time. It was, like, $2,600 or something like that, which is good money, right? right? And we were going from there to Hawaii or something. I forget. But we... We only left an hour in between our connecting flights. <laughs> and so one was super late. We missed our connecting flight. We were late to late. the gig. It was canceled. So we lost out on t- the meat and potatoes. <laughs> that was hard. That was the Gunnison one? That was the Gunnison yeah, one. We How long up. were y'all doing it then? That sucked. How long were we doing what? Doing this, um, doing the, being in the group. Oh, okay. oh the 26. No, what I'm know. saying yeah. at that time. Yeah, I'm not exactly we were, sure. But we were in the We were in the, we were in the mix. But I had okay. never had, you know, had never had that happen before. I was like, okay, you got to give yourself at least two to three hours in between connectors. Or yes. Right, right. But it was a big, big lesson. Shout Other out than that, to I don't you, know. though, Jake. You know, I mean, you were doing a lot of the managing of that time and, like, organizing those trips, man. It takes a lot. Like, it took a lot. A lot of planning. And, like, thank you. But You're, um, Thank you. You're I remember, remember what was Hawaii? I enjoyed it in a way. It was stressful, but I also, yeah. like... The outcome things kind of it's like a fun game. It's awesome. Yeah. Right. What was that? Uh, the trip to Hawaii, I think, where we were at the big oh, wave. Oh, dude. The big yes. wave and like. Let's not say names and call yeah, anyone and we're out. At but that it's a funny jacked story. up hotel. Oh, it, and it was, and I was sleeping to... on a rock dude. or something. <laughs> it was like a rock this, bed. This might be the worst one. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, this might be. Be detailed on this one. But we were told like we were invited to perform at a film festival. Uh, in Hawaii, and and it, it ended up being fruitful in a lot of yeah. ways to start out this shittily. Um, but we were told we were going to be staying in Quentin Tarantino's treehouse. What? Yeah, in Hawaii, this was going to be our our accommodations, and we we're like, ooh, yeah, we're like, dude, we're starting to arrive a little bit, you know. Yeah. We're playing a couple shows, this well, a few different shows, but the Wave with this dude Flash. Shout out, you'll never hear this podcast, but what's up? <laughs> what up? Um, <laughs> but uh. Yeah, so we get there. It's I think there was a lot of run around before we even got to this terrible hotel. But it was I got in my room, our room. I yeah. think we we're sharing. We're did sharing our, did our room. girlfriends come with us on that one? I don't think so. Was it Sharon and Tina? And no. Oh wow. I don't know. I feel like it was, but maybe not. Anyways, got in the room. It was like concrete beds with like a skinny ass pad, meat, meat slap pad. It like. wasn't even a full size bed. No, I remember singles. my legs were hanging out on the side. <laughs> But yeah. not only that, there was like ashtrays with like spent blunts in there. And it, like all, someone that was obviously right, kicking it. Right. Was kicking was it there like, already. You know what it reminded me of? Like a hotel and Scarface. It's like <laughs> yeah, just totally. jacked up. Chainsaws <laughs> in the back. <laughs> so that sucked. Stupid. And then it just got progressively worse from there for some reason. We couldn't track down the promoter that owed us money. Yeah. And like mm. da, 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 but we da. met hell of people during it, that it time. It was so fruitful in other ways. Like it started off stressful and bad. Right. But then we ended up doing some really good shows, met some super cool people. people. Jonathan Hero. Yeah. Uh, Quadraphonics, like so many good people, and then it, it those performances ended up, you know, giving us 
three more tours there or something gotcha. like that. We would get called back and get put up in better oh, hotels. Totally. It was cool. It, it was, was a really best. fun time. Um, that but yeah, good. that's probably the worst that I could gotcha. think of. Because those, those bad times, right, you know, when you're going through it, it sucks, right? But when you look back on it, it's funny. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you just make light of it. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We did a military base. It was... Hold on, I'm going to use the restroom. I'll be right back. We, 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 we did a military base. And the lady went to the open mics. And we were kind of like two years in the game. Because comedians... You sometimes, it's kind of like y'all, y'all get grouped up who y'all feel, right? Yeah. Good hang with the good, mediocre hang with the mediocre, yeah. blah, 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 blah. And Similar she, hustles, I would imagine. Right, it is. Right, yeah. It is, man. And she was like, look, I'm from a military base in Maryland and blah, blah, blah. And it was Laurel, Maryland. And she was like, I want you, 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 you. And she picked five of us to do this military base. Y'all, there's going to be food there. Yeah, it's a buffet. Be the best. She was painting this shit up <laughs> like Picasso. Right. Right? And so we go there. We, we, and we, before we get on, they got a DJ. And so before we get on, we try and figure out who's going to go first. So we're, there's the buffet. And we, we're eating the buffet, right? Uh-huh. She told us it was free. So we eat. No. We, we all eat. And we're killing it. So we go there. It's free. I'm getting eight. Right. Yo, I'm, 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 I love eating. I'm going to bust right? out my Tupperware, man. Pretty much. Yeah. I have my own fork and knife <laughs> out of my pocket. So we all, a few of us kill. A few of us kill. Destroyed. She said she was going to pay us 700 each. But we're all hyped up. And this is what my dad used to say, get into writing. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. But. She charges us for the food. Oh, did you like that? <laughs> she charges us. She's like, she's pointing at me. Hey, you had three plates. Oh, my god! like, who the fuck? She knew tra- all along she was going to do she that, knew, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She knew all along. It's $100 a plate, dude, boys. She, char- I, she charged me for three plates. How the fuck? I told her. I said, wait a minute. It's a buffet, ain't it? Who charges three plates for right. a buffet? <laughs> She said, but that ain't the point. I'm da, 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 da. Wait, let me count up your, your yeah. chicken wing bones. Do, 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 yeah. do, okay, those are $6 like, each. Your little fat ass <laughs> went to town. <laughs> so we ain't, a lot of us didn't get the money we was promised. Of course, dude. You know? I mean, you know the classic trope. You know, it's like the shady promoter. Uh-huh. I mean, stri- it's just. It's, it's really just, shady. out, Especially when you're in the beginning. People. Yes, absolutely. When you're in the beginning and trying to make that climb. I mean, I think we were like. Seven months in the game with Jersey, mm-hmm. with the guy with the $10. We were seven months in the game. With her, I think we was two years in the game. And still it's happening. And it's still happening. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and once we got our, because it's, you and him are a group, right? Mm-hmm. Y'all a group. Mm-hmm. So y'all feel four, each Four other's, of us, actually. There was and, two right. DJs, too. And y'all feel each other's pain. Yes. Y'all feel each other's happiness. But when you're a comedian, yes. it's a solo bolo kind of yeah, act. For sure. So when you get fucked up in the game, you're pretty much a lone, a loner, you know, the lone ranger. Yep. You know, and I think that's the beautiful part about being a musician, a rapper, a singer, is when people are still booing or not fucking with you, you can still get lost in your music. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I think comedy is the... I only tried it once in my life, man, wow. and it was the most humbling shit I ever Stand did. Up? Oh, yeah. Well, I was a host for a show, and uh-huh. I was like, well, I can't just be a boring host. I'm going to write six or seven jokes. I got to have something. And the crickets in that audience, mm-hmm. dude, 
it's I admire comedians so much. Like that is hard because, like you said too, right. you right there and you can't take yeah. any light off of you. You can't just you go. Oh, I'm going. gonna vibe. Yeah. Thing. I don't care. Well, I'm gonna close exactly. my eyes and vibe. Like exactly. you start doing that and tell the jokes. That actually might be kind of funny. That's <laughs> the worst. Close and vibed on your old jokes and just laugh and do or do it blindly. Like right. you close your eyes and yeah. you just do the <laughs> oh, joke. Yeah, that looks good. Yeah. That's the worst when motherfuckers are silent. Oh, dude. Like, I'd rather get booed. Well, because right, they're at least quiet. saying you... <laughs> you give me some kind of response, right. motherfuckers. You That's know, but when you... When you... And they're just looking at you, and it's always... Yo, if you do a black audience, it's always that one black chick who makes it known. <laughs> who makes it known that she don't like your shit. <laughs> oh, the, Who the, makes... And she's always in the front row. Ooh, you gotta have an arsenal for that, right? No, be because she's not saying shit. Oh, she just like giving you know the little oh, neck movement, nonverbal, 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 yeah, and hard. you can feel it. I'd rather oh, you take, not just take feel it, you see that shit. And then when y'all as rappers, <laughs> and that same chick is with you guys, and she's in the audience doing Oops. that neck movement, movement, right. and it's like I don't fuck with y'all. Who gives a fuck? Because everybody else is fucking with you, and you get lost. You know what the equivalent to that is though, Neil, in as a musician and as a you know hip hop artist, rapper, whatever. You get the same thing, but you got that dude or girl that's in the crowd, arms folded, <laughs> looking at you like, Shh, shit is weak. Not saying a word, right? But and, and that's the thing too. That's the one person you'll hone in on on stage, like, oh shit. They yeah, he ain't feeling it. Like, what's going it's on? It's your job to like get it out of your head and be like, man, fuck. fuck that dude. But dude, you get that a lot. So you, I mean, no, I know. didn't get that a lot, but I heard people. Do. So y'all do notice that? <laughs> oh, for sure. I always wonder oh, yeah. in disapproval, just like they're. Yeah, like, I always and, and you never know if musicians notice those Absolutely, people. and. You know what the other funny thing is? Is that <laughs> the stories like you can create in your head on stage about the person who's sitting there, arms folded, just looking at you, looking like they hate the fucking like they're mm-hmm. even born. I've talked to people like that after the show, and they're like, "Dude, that was amazing!" Right? I love that. And I'm like, "Damn, like, it was wow. me judging myself mm-hmm. the whole time." Yeah. Them. It's going like that look is telling me this, and then. I had to get it out of my head on stage, you know, like... Right, and keep going. Yeah, keep keep going, going. even though it's like the same thing that that goes for all of us in everyday life. We make so many assumptions Mm -hmm. about people. Now, granted, there was a lot of fucking... Bad shows. Chumpy-ass people... And yeah, bad that's shows. true. And Sometimes bad shows. bad shows, absolutely. You're Super not always drunk feeling in Hawaii absolutely. and forgetting the lyrics. Yeah. Absolutely. But also, <laughs> just our perception of that kind of stuff, like, you can't assume how someone enjoys something right 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 so they don't know how they look all sour right and shit, yeah know, like, but they're probably right. feeling and, it and i've had people do that and be like dude that was dope like did it i'm like what wow. why were you fucking mean mugging right. me the whole show yeah. i wasn't dude i gotta that's take how, a shit that's how you know, i'm like, like don't know. What, how i supposed to look right yeah how i supposed to look that's how i saw him in the video yeah <laughs> so jake yeah and what did this do being with the psychic Psychokinetics. Psychokinetics. What did this do to help you with the voiceover? Like, did it give you, like, like, I don't give a fuck? Like, did it help you out with your later stuff in life? Yeah, I think it did. I mean, just one, being a writer, being a communicator. um, Not afraid to, like, knowing how to record or being projected onto a mic. Mm -hmm. And I think just having confidence Confidence. to be like, well, in in, in my voice, though. Like, yes, confidence overall, because, you know, we performed in front of tens of thousands of people over the years, I'm sure, man, all added up, you know. But just, like, being confident in my voice and then also, you know, having certain people compliment 
your delivery mm. or your voice being like, oh, okay, I could apply this to something right, else that right. might like be able to be viable, you know, or whatever. So, yeah, are we? How long are we right now? We're going pretty long. Yeah, right? it's not that, an hour and twenty. Should we stop pretty soon? We're good, man. We're good. I mean, yeah, I'm, we're starting to like. Unless unless I'm just getting started. Unless oh. you getting bored, <laughs> I'm getting, no, I'm, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not. I'm playing. Yeah, can another I, twenty can I minutes. Fart on the mic? Is of that course, funny? yeah, sure. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. That, that's Simon's department. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually going to talk about farts, but like. Although I got a whole text thread full of my friend's farts. You guys want me to play them? Oh, my God. Did uh, you really? That'll be for the. Uh, Did you believe shit. him? No. Did you believe that Dude, shit? I'm gullible, bro. Did you believe bro. that shit? I, I actually no, do, but no, I wouldn't we've do We've done my some crazy like ass that. shit. I, I wouldn't do my Like Jake, like when it comes to farts. Whoa, whoa, dude, whoa, whoa. He can wake somebody <laughs> from a sleep, bro. Like, he's got not, powerful not broccoli, Ooh. sour broccoli, <laughs> bro. Like, I'm very emotive. Dude. I, I mean, would be royalty in some African countries, true, dude. True, Like, like you like, can taste, like, the, the toxic, like, the, just the depth. Okay, like, so now can I tell my story about <laughs> Domingo, dude? <laughs> I got to tell this story, if you're cool with it, me. Of course. Okay, because I don't think this has been told. So since, you know, we're saying things. Um, <laughs> so this is, I got to just tell that this is the best story. So Domingo, we would be partying together. Okay. And oftentimes, man, Domingo would be like, where's Domingo? I disappeared. You're, you're cool with this? I have of course. Yeah, it's totally yeah. fine. It's, it's not just, that embarrassing. It's really funny, it's actually. It's the truth. And actually, I'm going to throw some other people under the bus, but maybe I won't say their names. But so Domingo would inevitably disappear from parties. And at first, we'd be like, damn, where'd Domingo go? What's going on? We right. don't know. We don't know. And then eventually, after searching the you know premises or the party site house or whatever, like oftentimes we'd find him in the bathroom, uh-huh. pants to his ankles, sitting on the toilet. And that's how he, when he was really drunk, that's what he did. I guess instead of, instead of throwing up, throwing you would have up. to uh-huh. defecate. I'd blow it up. Right. So that was Domingo's thing right okay like okay if we if we lose mingo that's where that's he probably where he's is he's, he's partied a little too much he's probably on the toilet you gotta say the name so you gotta say it and i already know where you're going okay because this, this, is, Cause the this is pretty epic this is the best so one time we were <laughs> okay. at we were at a house party in alameda chris mays chris mays and uh <laughs> i'm saying shout names, out chris mays and um <laughs> he's having a house party it was a lot Dude, of people there was the tons of, there was tons of people there he always had people over his house so same thing happens in a party, right, Neil? Okay. Domingo disappears. I'm like, oh, man, where's Mingo? Okay, so I go check the bathroom. First thing, oh, he's not in there. He's not passed out in the bathroom. Huh, what's up? So I start looking around the house. And I open the front door. It's this big, big old tall wooden door, as I recall. And I look outside, and there on the porch to the right of me, well, I get back to the mic. There on the porch to the right of me is Domingo on the ground. In the corner, because it was like in the corner of a porch. Yeah, of a porch. In the dark, his pants are down to his ankles, just like you know, his his (laughs) mo. But now there's an added bonus to this because there's a huge coil of shit, his own shit, next to him, and he had passed out taking his shit on the floor. Yeah, (laughs) this gets better. It gets gets better better, though. So, me being the good friend that I am, I'm like. Oh shit, I gotta get everyone to see this. So I close the door, I go back to the party. You guys, trust me, just follow me right now. You gotta see right, this right. shit, right? You gotta see this yeah, shit. Yeah, because I'm a sensitive guy. 
And uh, so I take the lead. I run back to the front door. I'm ready to open the, the canvas, dude, for everyone to look at this yeah. hilarious moment. And within the 68 seconds that I was gone yeah. to go get everyone to watch the show, I come back and I open the door. And there's my other good friend. Call it. <laughs> Can I say Yeah. Kyle. Kyle. I don't even say his last name. Well, you did. Kyle, my friend Kyle. It doesn't matter. His dad's yeah. not mayor anymore. Oh, yeah. My Our friend Kyle and this other dude. I'm not going to say his it? name. I'm not even going to say it because it doesn't okay. matter because it's okay. better if yeah, I pay him. Yeah, you don't need away. to say it no more. Okay. This, this other dude who might be a cool guy. I didn't know him that well, but he was kind of known as in town as a bit of like a thug, like, you know, like a little punkish, like he I would remember start fights was. with people. Like, yeah. wasn't part of our crew okay. at he all. He just came in. He shouldn't have been at the party. He rolled through to the party, and I can only imagine what might have happened that stuff this. But open the door. There's my boy Kyle looks up deer in the headlights. This other dude looks up deer in the headlights. They're fighting. They're entangled on the porch, fighting. They were wrestling, doing something. They were brawling. But I open the door, and they look up. And I look at them. And they have human shit all Ooh. over them, <laughs> dude. So they had got into it on the porch, didn't realize Domingo was there, started farting, started rolling in his shit, and had it all over his body. I don't know how that night ended. And still Domingo's in the corner, passed out passed in the pray, out. In prayer position. Yeah. You were always praying. I was did, in I a happy, did I mention that? I was in was my praying. happy place. I was in my happy place, bro. Oh, Leave me alone, bro. Was in the 90s, 2000s? This was in the late 90s. Damn. Yeah. Look at shit like stuff like that. <laughs> you wish you could get on tape. Man. Oh, no, no, in my, no. In my mind's eye. No, but thank no. God we didn't I have I would have been the shit boy. Shit no, no, no. You would have been the shit boy. They would have been because it's. I would have been famous. They would have been like, how the hell you didn't notice the shit? Like, right. Like, if it was what? filmed, it would have been YouTube. Man. Oh, yeah. yeah. I would have been, been the shitty prayer boy. Thank you would have been a star oh. without even knowing. Not because you shit it, because nobody knows that it, that's your star. My kids would have known I was the shitty prayer no, boy. No, it would have been because you know what it was? You would have been the star because you're sleeping, still doing a fight. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. You've been a star. They wouldn't even said you was a shitty boy. You because they would have just You're still like this prayer position passed out. You would have been that dude. Smeared shit ball. People would have okay. been focusing on. There's a fight. They got shit on them, and this dude <laughs> still asleep. Yeah. Passed out. Passed out. You wouldn't have been, been shitty boy. I'm not entertained by your fight. Maybe your ass. So out what happened? So that was it. That I was don't know the if you knew. And then they squashed it. Oh, go. So I don't know if you knew. Like uh, I knew it was coming. I was like, "Fuck, dude, I gotta take shit." So I went to the bathroom to the door, and it was locked. <laughs> now I was knocking like frantically. I was like, "Dude, I gotta go." Like I was waiting for about five minutes or somebody. I was starting a prairie dog, and like <laughs> it was starting a turtle kiss, and I was like, "I gotta go, I gotta go, I gotta oh, get dude, out, get out, get crazy. out!" And nobody would answer, and I was like, "Fuck, I gotta go," because it was like I ran towards <laughs> yeah. the front. Josh and uh, they were fighting, like those two dudes were fighting, and then I was like, "Where else am I gonna go? I'm going in that corner right now. I gotta go." It was go. a dark little nook. I could yeah. see where and that I was like, "I gotta like go, dude." So I just went. And then I passed out. And then he out. passed out. And I it was just out. fucking. You know how the shit emoji looks? Yeah. Dude. Yeah. Domingo designed that. And it was a swirl. It was a swirly coil <laughs> with a, a, a frosty tip, dude. I'm not. <laughs> that's, I'm not really worried about him shitting, right? Like, that's a story. That's On like, my boy's that's porch. A, but that's a, that's a, like, a layer. But yeah. how the fuck. Like, when those two fought. They didn't notice. No, your it was end. dark. It was dark. Oh, it was on really the dark. Porch. It was and really here's dark. what I okay. imagine happened. I bet you Kyle was up there 
and Kyle talked a lot of shit yeah. and whatever. But I imagine like maybe other dude wanted to come in the party. And maybe did, Kyle yeah. popped off at him. He tried to stop him. Party. Oh. They started wrestling, rolled through the Dukes of oh. fucking hazard shit ball, dude. And I just got to open it. I forever have that in my, yeah, my memory. You got to. Right? The look of their of faces, yeah, like so the good. shitty... And the they didn't even know that shit. Yeah, so good. That's nasty. That so wasn't good. the only one, though. No, like, there was other times. There was other times. Like what? Go, what was the best one? That's the best one. Yeah, that was the best one. the second best one. That's the second best one. You want to talk one. about shit more? I guess so. Why, why not? Fuck it. The second one, I think, was the glorious one. The second glorious <laughs> one. Glory. We went to Lake <laughs> Nascimento. I don't know if I was there. I don't think you were there. But Dan was there. Grant was there. Uh, Dave was there. Um, Nguyen. Um, when? When? We've been mispronouncing his name our whole lives. He when? never told us. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so we went. It's like a lake party, you know. Lake, yeah, I've been to Nasimento before. So you take the mm-hmm. take the boat out to the to mm-hmm. the narrows, right? Mm-hmm. It was called. Mm-hmm. Everybody yeah, would tie their bad. boats together, okay. and it was fucking girls gone wild, and people would get fucked up, and you know, it was crazy. It was nuts. Yeah. And so. I don't think I ate. I don't think I ate anything during that day. But we went out like in the afternoon, tied the boats. I started drinking like vodka, crans, and I was getting loose. Yeah, dude. okay. Like, quick. Get loose. Quick. And it got to the point where I didn't remember a lot of stuff. But I remember when we were heading back, it was like three, four o'clock or something like that. Okay. On a boat because my boat left and like I ended up like sharing a boat with somebody. And I remember I was so fucked up, I had to just put my head down. And there was girls and guys on this boat, you know, like, but I had to, I had to lay down, like, because uh, of the, the waves and stuff. Oh, yeah, I ended yeah. up laying yeah. down on this guy's lap. <laughs> like, I was like, dude, I'm about to get sick. Like, and he's oh. like, hey, dude, just lay down on my, on my lap. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I remember that, wow. dude. So I remember like just seeing the spins and dude, and I was like, oh man, dude, I'm not then gonna you make had, it. Had dreams about eating hella hot dogs and stuff. No, I don't know, but my mouth was sore. <laughs> wow. So I got there. So I so we got to the to the okay. other Sorry. side. Okay. <laughs> so we got to the other side. Wait, wait, wait. Were you missing teeth? No, no, my teeth were there. You know, okay. I just had. He wasn't this, aggressive then. He was it was like I, I just brushed my teeth and I missed the spot on the side yeah, of the my cheek. Mustache. So okay. we get there. I'm like, cool. We, well, at least we got there. I'm seeing, still seeing the spins. And so we get there. I end up recovering, like recovering, but mm-hmm. I ended up drinking again later oh, yeah. on. Of and course, like, you're making smart decisions. Yeah, like totally terrible. And um, there's some other shit that happened I probably shouldn't mention. But anyway. Don't. Uh, <laughs> I end up disappearing again because I'm just <laughs> way fucked up. And the sun went down and like, I remember hearing in the background because I, I dipped somewhere. Obviously, you know where I went, and so I dipped to church to pray. Yep, and I ended up like taking a shit, but I ended up seeing, still seeing the spins. And so I get up and I'm like, dude, I gotta, I gotta take a, I gotta nap. So interesting I, that you don't feel like you have to vomit, and there's probably a. a I can't. No, I, I force myself not to. I just for some reason I can't vomit. The other way. Like I feel like I can't do it. I can't. It's like I don't know some kind of weird block in me but right. anyway i ended up dipping out and like into the room right and so i hear in the background like because i'm still kind of there and kind of not there where's mingo dude i know where he's at let's go look for him right now so you hear the rustling in the back and i think it was bill like found me bill morris he's, yeah shout out bill morris again 
You gotta buy me lunch. He's like, dude, you gotta see, you gotta see Mingo. I'll come upstairs, come. Up. I'm like, bro, leave me alone. And I'm naked, <laughs> in a praying position. Like you know how the kids like pray on the side of the bed. Yeah. I'm in that position. <laughs> naked. Like that? He naked. would always be in that position. Neil it was so That's funny. Crazy. He would just end up praying. What are you saying? Like, oh please, I promise please. I'll never drink again. <laughs> just give me out of this. one of those awesome. things. But he would always be in a prayer position. So finish. Sorry. Yeah. So I remember all you guys were like laughing at me. I didn't give a fuck. Like yeah, I was like, I was care. in my zone. Oh I was like, God. oh, it's okay. Ooh, uh, please let me come out of this alive <laughs> and then uh, i ended up waking up later like at three o'clock in the morning and partying with you guys dude it was we had times. so much fun That's we got man. a lot of good friends man we're lucky not that that uh, you know story like tells you why we have good friends but we did. <laughs> oh, man, we're lucky about, man. man those times you, know, you can't you can't get those times back and you just are oh, you just keep that shit in your heart you know what i'm saying yeah that's what's up Echoes hey. through the cosmos. <laughs> I see right here, and I hate this is a bad transition, and I couldn't think of them. But hmm. you had, he says you had, you're a store owner, sorta, not a store owner. We're a well, store run, participator. Yes, you're a curator of yes, yes, of vintage yeah, art so and I, items. Yeah, a, another <laughs> thing during the pandemic, like you know, we're probably all trying to figure out what to do with ourselves mm -hmm. to like stay sane so uh there's a really cool store in alameda called the cat's meow antiques vintage antiques and it's a three-floor store on park street uh near the end well not really near the end but near the what store is it it's near? in between like old church ward you just look it up right? the cat's meow yeah old church ward in the old wiener snitchel the the uh the spy or the the slanted roof building anyways mm. oh yeah cats yeah. me out man antiques so um yeah i always enjoyed this store it's like traveling through time when you go in there there's all these cool antiques and vintage stuff it just it's really a fun store like a curio shop like there's just yeah you could walk through there and see things from history. way back in history and they're all for sale you know were you gonna ask them because i think i've been there have you oh really? no, i think well no no hear me, hear me out do y'all have like like, what well, I'd be for <laughs> booty. But if he, don't, don't you have like Sad comics book. and stuff sometimes in there, like books. Yes. yes, you know what? I've been in there. Oh, cool. I've been because I, I um, I have a his, for ten years. I've been selling comics. And oh, okay, cool. Stuff like that. Nice. And so occasionally I go on the, on the web and try to find a new store I could go okay. see if yeah. they, what they have. Yeah, yeah. And I've been in there. Cool. I knew it when you said that. The cat's mouth. Like, it used to be called something else, but it, uh, it's gone through different iterations and had different names. But now there's a new owner since last year. Mm -hmm. it's super like feng shui and streamlined. It's not so cluttery in like your uncle's grandma's basement or whatever. <laughs> right. Like, uh, but yeah, it's a cool. They have a lot of that cool kind of stuff, and that's why I used to go there because I like I like antiques. I like just all that kind of cool historical stuff, but also. There was someone there that sold action figures, old ones, comics, yeah. all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So I was I would trip out through there every once in a while, and it's quiet, and it's just like it's fun. Like you can go in there and just kind of escape for a little mm. bit. And uh, I happened to uh, be feeling extra talky that day, and I chatted the woman up in there who ended up being the owner, and and asked her like, hey, "What is this? Like, how does is this all your stuff? You know?" And we have there's 20 different vendors there and she was like yeah a new one's opening up you know and, and i started thinking i was like oh this could be cool my wife nadja is an artist she she paints and she oh. makes cars and she makes just she can do anything dude she's like really really talented 
Um, and, and we also have a friend who is the ceramics teacher, sister at Sister Ceramics uh, is the, the tag or the handle for that. And she's the ceramics teacher at College of Marin. She makes beautiful original you know, pottery and all the vases and cups and bowls, just really dope stuff, Barbara nice. Obata. And anyways, I, I, I think, you know, I was just feeling inspired that day. And I was like, oh, this would be cool. This would be something to do. Like it's an extra little, hopefully stream of income during a time when, because my bread and butter is events. Like mm-hmm. we didn't even talk about that. Oh, yeah. Like and whatever, we'll I'll just gloss right, over. Right, right. We don't need to, this is getting long. We can, yeah. we can stop soon. But I, I, I you know, it, it stemmed from Domingo and I, throwing shows and then I eventually got enough like skill I guess to do larger scale things and and I did that for a long time pandemic there's nothing right not no in-person stuff so this was going to be another thing to put my attention towards maybe make a little bit of money so my wife Nadja does artwork earrings all handmade artisan stuff Barbara does all her ceramics and then I do vintage clothing Mm. records I've been collecting action figures since yeah. like the early nineties. So yeah. I'm selling some of my action figures there and also I'll go out and source things, but it's very like, it's our own little style. And, and we have a little nook within that, um, cache of 20 vendors in mm-hmm. this place. And we have mm-hmm. a place in the basement where we sell our stuff and it's been cool. It's been really fun and we've made, had some pretty good months, you know, but I really just enjoy it. Like it's oh. been a, it's been a, What's your wife's name again? Naja. 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 Not Naja. Okay. People call her Naja. But the question I have for you, you said she paints. Yes. And And sculpts. And sculpts. So what? And dances. Yep. What's her style when she paints? Gosh, I don't know. Uh, I mean, it's a more abstract stuff in the store right now, but she also does cool, like, watercolors. And, Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, she's just talented. She grew up in a really artistic family and uh and she can paint and sculpt and do all these different things but yeah i guess mostly abstract right now but also landscapes and things like that going back to your wife is that what helps your relationship because y'all both are artists i don't know in different ways you know maybe maybe somewhat yeah i have some shit to relate to you may be maybe different but we're also very different which is interesting i think that's why we were like brought together because we were like really different Mm -hmm. i don't know in a lot of ways there's there's similar things but yeah i think you always want to pull someone towards you that has a quality Mm -hmm. that you want for yourself right beautiful yeah so i could go in deeper to that with my wife and i but i'll save that for our therapist yeah. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Dope. Um, anyways, yeah. So yeah, so it's been cool. So yeah, we we have that. We have a spot in the basement at Cats Meow Antiques, and it's it's been fun, man. I've been like sourcing things, going to state sales. Mm-hmm. When I travel, you know, I'll try to find different cool things to put in there, and and um, it's been pretty cool. But nice. yeah, we have a lot of fun stuff in there. Dope. No, you want to wrap it? Dope. Up? Yeah, I man. That's it. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, dude. Thank, Thank you, you for coming nice. through. That was fun. It was a this beautiful was day. Nice, like we had some good stuff, and so you're always welcome, dude. Thank you. Yeah, to come through. Like we're still building and, and creating this stuff and getting it dialed in. I mean, we're literally in the backyard. This is cool. But it though. sounds good. It's nice to be in the backyard. You hear the birds and yeah. I like it, man. Hey, um, one thing before we cut off, congratulations to you guys for getting 30 episodes, man. That's, thank you, That's man. an accomplishment. You thank guys you. have stuck to it, man. It's cool. It, through yeah. the yeah. pandemic. I listened to one of them. It's good. Which one? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm clowning. Oh, man. No, thank you, though. You got man. me to watch The Entity, man. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, yeah. Not, not a good children's movie, by the way, dude, man. Yeah, my, my seven-year-old, I think it ew, yeah. dude, wasn't a good idea. to. I like to show, like, 
Because you know, my aunt showed me horror movies, right? And, it, and some of them would have like some nudity. But that one, I would have felt so guilty if I would have showed like oh, oh yeah. my, God. my nephews or some eleven yeah, year, you know, yeah. seven year old. Yeah. Because how they how they advertise it on Amazon was a lady is dealing with um um, paranormal activity. Uh, it they didn't say, even say like she getting fucked. Right, a lady is raped by ghosts <laughs> yeah, repeatedly. You know, yeah, yeah. When when it first happened, that might have sold more tickets. Yeah, actually. it would have. When it first happened, <laughs> they went in. They went in. So she literally, you know, like, they went. She was doing her hair into her soul. They saw her, show her coming off of work, and she parked. You know, she goes in the house. So she's doing her hair, and then she gets this jump, like she got hit. Yeah. And you're like, all right, what the fuck like, is going on? What the on? fuck? She yeah. bugging. Yeah, what the and and then it, that music comes on. What episode is that where you guys talk about the entity? You see, you it's can like you need a back four back something. reference so people yeah. will go listen to episode three or four. Listen to three or four. They talk about the entity. Yeah. Man, I'm telling you, I'm, let me look. I was so glad that I didn't I didn't show them like little kid. Oh yeah, dude. And yeah, that movie. That was see, that was when like. There was just that sweet, sweet spot of 80s movies. 80s, man. yeah. Slasher. Just like, yeah. There's something about that vibe. I don't know because we grew up during that time, but mm-hmm. everything 80s, man, I could swim in that forever. You yeah. know, and like just the music and all that right. stuff. Like I feel so like content there, man. And I think it's partially because it just like it still has that ability to bring mm-hmm. draw out that initial emotion or, or sensation right. I felt I mean, now just, that my neurotransmitters are completely burnt out <laughs> I don't really feel anything but the 80s you know think about it they had everything for you like they had a movie like 16 Candles and what's the the, de- the detention movie Oh yeah, yeah, Breakfast Club. Breakfast, Breakfast Club. Club, and then the music. Then you and had the horror. Then you had your horror movies, and they didn't give a fuck. And then you just had your Scarface, right? And then it, it was no, it was no cancellation. They were just like, here it is. There was no PG thirteen. No PG. Yeah, that's so, right. So oh. PG and no NC had a lot more going mm-hmm. to it. Yeah, PG had a lot more going to it. And, and yeah. then it was R or PG or X. Yeah, yeah. right. R was like. Real bad. Real like, bad. PG, you would see some shit. Be yeah. Like, yeah. And here's Mama, some shit. What, what's a blowjob? Right. You know, yeah, like, yeah. like yeah. Really guidelines good. were a little bit wider. Like, I forgot what movie changed. You know, it. it's it was a so movie cool. That changed the game. I think, but it, it just it's an appreciation for our, our generation because mm-hmm. there's movies that are coming back. Like I just saw Ghostbusters. You know, right, the Afterlife. Right, right. I kind of want to see that. And it's actually it's, really good. It was emotional. It like, uh, you know, nostalgic. It's nostalgic, yeah. and it was like a nod to Egon that passed away, oh, cool. one of the Ghostbusters. But uh, like I saw it with my friend Sophia, and it was like, it was so cool. I was like, damn, I grew up in this era, and now it's a throwback. Yeah, that's cool. And it's still the, like magic is still there. It's like, wow, yeah, yeah. I grew up some, in that era. Some of that magic, like yeah. the Terminator. But you had Terminator one and two, right? The and best. then you had three, four, and yeah, all it that. It was just like that tells you how important the eighties was because. They still doing remakes off the eighties. Yeah, they like the eighties were strong. Man. And nineties, absolutely. Lots, 80s lots 90s. of good cocaine flowing around. Yeah, during that <laughs> you know what they call the eighties? What? Um, the last era. Oh yeah. Of the cowboy era, like oh really? Like cowboy meaning like anything goes. Wild uh, West. Wild. Uh, what? There you go. Wild so West wasn't era. Sensitive man. Now yeah. all this PC stuff. I'm not saying it's all bad, but it's become very like yeah. walk on eggshells yeah. with everything. You right. can't do right, anything. Right, right, you know, right. like and the crazy part is sure. if, if these companies, these 
promoters, these people who have power. All you got to do is ignore it. But they gave them, they gave these people on the internet power. Right. So now these people on the internet, it's like it's a we, we expect we expect you to get rid of Jacob. You know, we expect you to get rid of Neil and Domingo because people followed that trend. It was hard. It's like, right, hey, right, right, we got to right. get rid of Johnny Depp. It's more evident, like who's you know for or against yeah. this that, and then they feel that pressure or whatever. Yeah. yeah. It's amazing. It's a crazy what a time. world. Yeah. What a world. What a world. What a world. So uh, if you want to check out that episode, it's uh, number five number on five our podcast. Entity. Oh, do you got anything to promote? Anything you Shout want out. to like just, to say to the people? No, just what we've been saying, man. I love, yeah. I love uh, you guys. I just met you, Neil, but there's an affinity, man. Yeah. There's a brotherhood. Um, thank mm-hmm. you for having me in. And uh yeah, just shouts out to all my family and friends, man, mm-hmm. for making me what shouts I am. Shouts out to um, giving me to love. all the homies. Um, today is a special day. We get to see some old school oh, footage yeah, that's gonna be of uh, a high school, nice, um, nice. actually middle school too. I'm bringing the Lincoln Middle School Olympics uh, video. Oh really? Too. <laughs> wow, yeah, cool. it was just a, um, uh, a reunion or something. Nah, oh, you no? got old tapes. We're just gonna watch them together. So you too, but you too. No, 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 it's no, a couple, a couple of friends of ours. We're going to watch nice. the Warrior game and then uh, watch these videos nice. that uh, my friend Tom, we, uh, we went to high school and we had a, t- uh, a, a class called TV Media. And we used to make commercials, make shows, and it was dope. Like, you learn how to edit video and stuff. And so You guys should get a video aspect to this and make a YouTube channel, yeah, we right? And then you can throw up some little videos. We've been here, talking about that. Yeah, yeah, we're on it. We've been talking about that. But to wrap this up, Jake... I gotta say one thing. You gonna hate me for this, please. You're a cool motherfucker. Thank you, man. And and me honestly, I'm, I'm, I mean it. And and I hate and you for that. And it's good to see that Domingo, like, like since we've been doing this podcast, like I've known Domingo for six years, but strongly, I say three. You get me? You you could know somebody for a long time, but strongly, and to see the people he's. His past, present, mm-hmm. you know, uh, it's good to see. And Jake, you, 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 great aid, yo. Thanks, you man. Straight up, yo. Thank you. I appreciate that, man. Thank you. Thank you for coming through, Big right J. Yes, J. Thank, you. thank you for having me here, man. Hey, Fun. Neil, you got to get some ex, some new nicknames, man. We got to man. You, you know, I, you know, my <laughs> nicknames they last for like a week or two, and then they go back to Neil. <laughs> but the crazy part, it's always been real deal. Real, real deal. Because, yeah, is my um this coach in Georgia, he called me Real Deal, right? So I moved to Maryland, and they called me Real Deal, and then I moved out here, and I played poker, and and people called me Real Deal. So I that guess sounds like that's your nickname. I man. guess you got so, it. man. But yeah. I don't, you know, it is so. It's so easy it's because it rhymes, you know. Yeah, that's fine. It, it's whatever it was, whatever comes to you. For some reason, we Domingo and I have a lot of nicknames, but I mean, really, no one uses that too much. You know what we didn't say, hmm. and I hear it still often is Rake. Oh yeah, Rake. <laughs> that come from? J- uh, you know what? Who brings it back is Nick. Nick. Always, Where you get that Rake. Jake the Rake. I have no idea Jake because it rhymes. Because it rhymes. Jake the Rake. But, but, no, but he, it means something with him, and it's it possibly yeah. But that rake part, I'm yeah. telling you, man, it you means rake something. Up, <laughs> rake up game, bro. Yeah, guess, you whatever. rake him up. Whatever it is, but yes, your your new nickname is going to be Neil Fishburn. <laughs> Why, Why is that? that? 
If you, you got the, the Lawrence Fishburne gap. <laughs> okay. I mean, Tony, on. Neil Fishburne. See, now what? you're starting to collect them. Yeah. They'll start okay, going. I get you. Yeah. I get you. What did I call you in our first show? I'll call you Neil Singletary. No. Neil Singletary. <laughs> you know, what did, what did I call you in our first show? Tony oh. Dungy. Oh, yeah. You Tony, look like yeah. Tony Dungy. Oh, yeah. yeah. You look like Tony Dungy. Yeah. And, <laughs> and the dude from The Mask with Cher had a baby. <laughs> You remember that movie? It was called The Mask. Oh, the Mask. oh Ro- Ro- Rocky Dennis. Yeah. yeah, wow. That's I call some of my friends that when I want to want to rip on. We didn't even get into that. We talked so much. Yeah. Shit. That's why I have so many nicknames. Anyways, I gotta take a piss. Thanks for having me. Peace and love to everybody out there. Stay strong. Sometimes funny.